I see a nice, I see a nice big line there now. Almost like it's supposed to be there. Almost like I have the right mic selected now. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> At least it was only wrong in one place, not two. <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky it was only wrong at one. I did well, the, and uh, the and that you noticed it early, not late. Oh, we've been recording for an hour and a half. I had the wrong. Why microphone. is my green bar not moving at all? <laughs> <laughs> I did the uh, the Wind Waker Game of the Month podcast with uh, Characters Club Q Dogs. Yep, with the Q Dogs, and they record over Skype. So first, I had to put Skype in again because I haven't used Skype in ages. <laughs> so I had to like get my Skype. Find my login, get logged in, all that stuff. And then I tested everything. I'm like, all right, this is sounding great. And Escape's then, the only one that has an uh, an echo test user account yeah. that you can connect to and talk to, and it'll play your sound back. To yourself. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I got into the call, like, nothing worked. And I, I didn't touch it. <laughs> But for some reason, my mic didn't work. Um, I could hear them, and I could—I had to, like, type my answers back. So we were supposed to start at, like, 9. No, we are supposed to start at 7.30, which is, like, 9 someone else's time, I think. And, um, yeah, by the time I started, by the time I, I ran through everything, it was, like, almost, like, half an hour later before we actually got started, so... I'm sorry, Q Dogs. <laughs> I didn't get to say sorry in the podcast, but I'm sorry. <laughs> that's my that's my story. That's all that's I got. Right. They don't they don't listen to this anyway. <laughs> I know Eric does. <laughs> I don't know if Melissa does. Eventually, maybe he does eventually. Maybe Melissa like hears it like through osmosis from Q Dog. Yeah, anything useful, he tells her. Yeah. He, she just so he gets doesn't the tell bits. her much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gets the she gets the money update and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's Cole's notes. That's all you need, Melissa. You don't need to hear the rest of this. Ah, uh, welcome to episode six of the Not So Special Podcast. My name is Josh, otherwise known as Creepleate. Uh here with my co host Derek. Otherwise known as Hi. DGE13. 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 However you want to say it. Whatever. Deg. Deg13. I'm going to call you yeah. Deg. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good episode, I hope. I don't know. We haven't, we haven't recorded it yet, but um, <laughs> it's we got a lot to talk about, I think. Especially this is the finale of our profit or our profit challenge, our pizza bet. So one of us dun, is going to have dun. pizza at some point. Uh, place your bets in now. And uh, let us know if you win. Win your own bet. And we can talk about people. Some people already have their own side bets. <laughs> we'll get there. That's going to be the like pretty much the last thing we talk about, I think, because that's probably going to be the, the longest thing. So check back in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I will have edited out an hour, so I'm going to check back in three three <laughs> whatever the end of the episode is man i swear a lot and i mean not a whole hour <laughs> oh i don't have my swear notes 
I don't know if I posted <laughs> You're doomed. I'm in trouble. I got to do that before things get out of hand here. Okay. I'll use this scrap of paper. I'll use this $20 bill I have laying around. <laughs> I'm sure you can use a bigger one. A $100 bill? Yeah. Or a $1,000 bill. I've, you know, I've never actually seen a $1,000 bill. Have you? I don't think I have. I don't know. I don't think so. I do remember specifically the first time I saw, or I vaguely remember the first time I had my own $100 bill. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just like, it's that color? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're like, that's not exciting <laughs> at all. Brown? Yeah, no. What is this? Yeah. That's not uh, not fun. I, I think I've seen... I'm going to look this up before I... I'm sure I'm... I've seen a thousand. When the heck would I have seen it, though? Like, buying my first car is what I'm thinking. No, second car. My first car was only 2,000, so... <laughs> yeah. What's... No, my second car was a certified check, I think. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Maybe the first one was. Yeah, the first one was because it was a dealership. Not much of a dealership. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the best ones, though. Well, it was literally what guy my dad went to high school with. Okay, so at least you weren't getting totally ripped off. Well, it was pretty bad of a car. <laughs> but at least it was cheap. <laughs> like, this was like 2004, and I bought a 1986 Volkswagen Jetta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I almost did that. Yeah. I think we talked about this before. Maybe that was edited out. I don't remember. I think, well, yeah, we talked about cars in one episode, and I cut it out, but <laughs> it got way too stuck in the minutiae of cars um yeah i think when i was first looking at a car i think i was looking at a jetta a diesel jetta a 90 mm. 90s old diesel oh, jetta. fancy 90s yeah but because uh, i think one of my family members was going to buy me a car when i was going to go because i moved here to go to college and they wanted me to come up and be able to visit them. So they were going to buy me a car with, I don't know, spare money they had because there are rich farmers up there. <laughs> and uh, mind you, the, the car they were going to buy me was like a $600 Jetta. Yeah. And I think we had to go look at it and it was pretty terrible. And A diesel. It probably already had 400,000 six, or 600,000 kilometers on it. Yeah. And they're only going to ask like five or 600 bucks for it. So it's been yeah. run through the ringer. and Yeah. So, needless to say, I did not get that car. Not something you want to take on long road trips anyway. <laughs> Excuse me while I drive four hours back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it broke again. Come get me. Come and get me. <laughs> so. so, anyways, that's enough about cars. That's all right. No one's going to hear this because he's going to edit it out. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll leave it in this time. <laughs> if, we, if we stop now, I'll leave it in. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on. All right. How was your, uh, how's, how's your last month been? Uh, in sales? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Sorry, that's your little, your little ball tickler there. How's my last month been? I don't know. When, when did we even talk last? We talked a month ago. <laughs> we, yeah. We... I don't remember what was going on then. I think I was talking about work, I think, that time. Or was that time before that? I don't remember. I think we talk about work every time. <clears throat> I don't usually talk too much about work, but I don't know. 
I've been getting outside more for work. It's nicer outside. Decent. I've been trying not to take my own vehicle as much to do the work. Instead, taking a company vehicle when it's available. Yes, you should do that. So that's good. I yeah. always take a company vehicle when I work. Yeah, it's just because your car won't carry as much <laughs> as your company vehicle. We only have one shared van for our team of six people. So you have to try and schedule it when no one else is using it. Okay. That's hard. It's really hard. I mean, you just got to schedule it ahead of everybody else. Yeah, but then if anybody has a reason why they need it more or for a, a job that involves needs the van more than you, then they override you. Mm. It's, it's really silly. <clears throat> I get yeah. it. Do you get, the, what, do you get compensation yeah. for using your own vehicle, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. As long as they do something. Yeah, I don't know how decent it is in terms of I've never done it anywhere else, so I don't know <laughs> what's normal per kilometer they're all, or whatever. They're but... all the same, generally. It's not. Yeah. I remember one time my uncle had a Volkswagen Golf diesel, and he got paid per kilometer, and he got paid good per kilometer. Oh, yeah, especially that. <clears throat> yeah. So he made that thing last. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. Be the equivalent of like using a Prius nowadays. Yeah. But a Prius isn't cheap to buy either. No. Whereas diesel Jetta can be, can be yeah. reasonable. 600 bucks, right? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but I know he took that thing well over 300,000 kilometers. Yeah. From, from like basically new. Yeah, that's good. I think he took it, the engine out and put in another one at 300,000 because the body fell apart around it. <laughs> All right, enough car talk. <laughs> I've, I've done that with a motorbike. I've taken. My my yeah. my engine died on my motorbike, and I pulled the engine out and put a new one in. It's cheaper than buying a new motorbike. <laughs> nice. Um, Next, you can take the motor out and put it into a smart car. You know, I've been really looking at, like, trying to make a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of mini-like parts, but I haven't actually had the time or expertise to build it put it all together so. my brother took a four-wheeler cut it up and turned it into a seven foot long skateboard with nice. a motor on it like 230 cc mo uh, motorized skateboard that you steer by tilting the pedal like, sorry, <laughs> tilting <laughs> the platform the you stand on yeah like yeah a tilt the board yeah jeez yeah that sounds terrifying talk to him if you want to build something <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrifying <laughs> I mean, I've done some dumb things in my life, but I i don't think I'd ever ride that. <laughs> the he... first time he built it, 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 it was standard as well. Oh, geez. So he had to shift, clutch and shift. While so standing? He fell off the first gear shift. Yeah, oh, okay. while standing. Yeah. First gear shift, he fell off. Did he leave it in gear and it just rolled away from him? Yeah, of course. Oh, man. Then it hit a tree and stalled. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least it only hit a tree. It was all good. It was all good. <laughs> Could have been worse. Could have gone on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he was facing the road at the time, so <laughs> he was aiming that would get there, probably. Yeah. That's <laughs> right up until he fell off. Then the decision changed to I don't want this to go on the road anymore. Oh jeez. If you okay, if you want to see some crazy this is we're going off the rails here. <laughs> we're only a couple minutes in. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see some crazy builds on YouTube. Look up the uh, the YouTube channel Grind Hard Plumbing Co. 
Okay. And they build some the the guys are they're super talented, but they build some crazy machines. The mm. one that got me hooked on them was they built an uh a dirt bike scooter, an off-road dirt bike scooter. So imagine taking jumps, but you're okay, not. They do a lot of power wheel stuff too. A lot of power wheel stuff. I love the power wheel stuff. They're doing um, an um, a two JZ tractor. They're putting a like a crazy Japanese import, like a GTR motor, basically, and a tractor to put that thing around. Um, they're okay. making a rotary uh, trike. With a RX-7 engine or an RX-8 engine. Yeah. Rotary. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't watch all their stuff, but when I see something good on there, I, I'm there for the series. <clears throat> well, now I got to watch all these damn... Oh, I have watched one of their videos. I watched the building an 85-mile-per-hour Barbie Jeep in 10 minutes. There you go. Time lapse. That was their, like, pull everything together. And then they met Jay Leno for that. Yeah. It's, it. it's it's a fun channel. No, I don't watch. Like I said, yeah. don't watch everything, but they built some fun things. Um, there's a there's a Russian guy, Milo something. He makes a lot of crazy, uh, a lot of crazy stuff too. Like they were building a tank recently, oh but they made they made one that was two car fronts back to back on each other. Okay, I've seen that. I've seen someone do that before. Fought with each other. Why can't I remember it? Milo, Milo. Damn it. I don't know why I can't find it. I even searched for Milo Russian. Milo Russian. Come up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like the best way. Oh, there you go. Master Milo. That's the channel name. Master Milo. Master Milo. So they're refurbishing an old tank right now to oh, altering okay. vehicle. In one week, they built this crazy floating thing. Looks like, and then they built a car where it has like a, a round cage on the top of it so they can roll it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got another right. one to watch now. Yeah. Master Milo. I wish I was this talented. There's always things I want to build and I have ideas to build, but then I just. <clears throat> That's when you need to just hire someone to do it for you. Yeah, I could. I don't have that much money. Well, I might now. Yeah, that's the <coughs> other thing. I might now. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Speaking of building things, I made a video about building a boat. So this kind of goes into <clears throat> something I did this past weekend. Um, a couple of years ago, I found a inflatable Intex uh, boat. Okay. And in the garbage, of course, like where, where I of find course, everything. Because yeah. I, I saw a Rubbermaid, like one of those blue Rubbermaid totes. You know the ones I bring to the to the uh, the game shows and stuff? Uh, sure, I can picture it, yeah. Okay. I, I saw one of those, and I just wanted the tote because those, yeah. aren't, those aren't cheap. Um, and when I went to lift it, it was heavy. I opened it, and I saw something folded in there, but I just thought it was like an air mattress. And, you okay. know, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll check this out when I get home. I just threw it in the truck, and then when I got home, I pulled it out, and it was an inflatable dinghy, like a boat. Nice. So, 
I was like, great, I'm going to put stuff into this. So I, I put like, I built a plywood floor to put in the bottom of it to make it more rigid. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a trolling motor and a deep cycle battery. Um, I got a motor mount that I had to modify to fit this because it was a newer motor mount, but it's an older boat, so they don't quite match. So I had to modify uh, it to, to <clears> fit. Okay. Um, I found some paddles in the garbage. Anyways, I just made the whole video about this thing. It's not long. And I put that on one of my other YouTube channels. Yes, I have other YouTube channels. Um, and no, I'm not telling Secrets. you what they are. Secret, <laughs> um, that actually, that video has more views than most things I've ever put up on any of my other channels. <laughs> Go figure, right? Um, hold on. Let me do a quick, uh, a quick check of hey, Send the link code. out while you're at it. That video currently has 4,886 views which isn't a ton but <clears throat> interesting anyways um, so I've used that boat for a couple of years like if we go to the cottage or something I'll take that uh, went to a bachelor party that was boat access only so I brought that up too um, and so this past weekend it was a long weekend it was Victoria Day here in Canada and I was trying to figure out something that we could do on the weekend that was away from other people, but I wanted to get outside of the kids because they're stuck at home most of the week and I'm stuck at work most of the week. And okay, well, let's do something fun. So I started looking at, I'm like, well, I have this boat and we have a river that runs through our city. I'm just going to like find a spot where I can throw this boat in the river and we'll go. So I was looking at taking it up at Conestogo, which is about 15, 20 minute drive from here where I am. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I can ride that. And then I can run it through down the river and I can pull it up in Cambridge. And I was trying to map it out. I'm like, I I don't know how fast the river flows. I don't know how long it's going to take to do it. But I was like, oh, it'll take, you know, I was like, at most, it'll be like three hours. I would think, right? To Okay, yeah. I, I don't know. Just thinking. I've never tried. Oh, yeah. Not here anyway. <laughs> I've, I've done a canoe down the Saugeen River. Yeah. But I've never done I I've done I've done canoe stuff, but I've never gone down a river. So I didn't know how fast anything. I didn't know how long to expect that. But I budgeted like 3 hours. I was like it shouldn't take long. Anyways, the day came and I was like, okay, let's I I packed everything up and everything's ready to go. And, but I was just like, you know what? Trying to put it in where in Conestogo, you kind of have to like park up the hill, drag this boat down a hill. And I just, I was like, we won't put it in here. We'll put it in somewhere else. Like basically halfway through the trip where, 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 what would have been halfway through the original trip. We'll put it in there and go down. Um, And then I would just get my dad to pick us up and then take us back to the car. So we put it in and we had a great time. Like it's um, a lot of, a lot of people out in the water um, that day. Cause obviously long weekend, nice and sunny. So everyone's out. Um, I didn't know there was a dam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that came. So that's something you usually 
would research. <laughs> I did, and they said there was a like a dam there, but the the thing is like there's no mappings of like rivers to say this is where it is. And so my wife said she had canoed around that area, and she said I don't remember ever there being a dam there. And mm. she said if there is, maybe it's further upriver from where the boat goes in, because she didn't go up that way. So I'm like, okay, that could be. There's but there's no information online. So, anyways, we got to this point where there's a dam. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we can't go any further. But I did see a little trail going up around the side. Um, so I was like, oh, let's go in there. Yeah. We'll just kind of like portage the boat down and over. Yeah. Mind you, we also have a four-year-old and a almost two-year-old with us while we're doing this. And this boat is not very big. Like, my wife and I fit in it comfortably. And then you add two kids and it's not super comfy. <laughs> but it works. So, anyways, you did the portage. We basically put the boat back in at the bottom of the of the waterfall dam area which was cool um and then kind of just floated down the river and went down and it's the water was super low and so with four of us in there it was kind of low and we'd actually had to we'd get caught up on the rocks and i'd actually have to get out and walk the boat down which was cool reminded me of my younger days doing water (laughs) stuff yeah, it was fun. But uh, yeah, I've always kind of wanted one of those dinghies. If you want to borrow it, let me know. Maybe. Uh, My parents had a paddle boat, and a paddle boat's a lot of fun. Yeah. But you got to have a way to transport it if you want to go somewhere. Yeah, because it doesn't fold down. And it's yeah. heavy. <laughs> they can be. Yeah. So, anyway, so I originally, like I said, I, I planned for like three hours to do the whole thing from Conestoga down to Cambridge. It was about three and a half hours from where we were, and we hadn't even made it to Cambridge from where we went in. And at that point, like, my wife is hungry. My kids are, like, bouncing off the walls of the boat because there's not much to do. They're trying to jump out of the boat. We're trying to hold them in, and we're just like, <laughs> like, we got to get out of this thing. So we found an area to get out that was kind of close to my dad, like, actually closer than where we would have gotten out. Um, but we pretty much had to like tote this boat out of a, like up a cliff to get out of it. (laughs) It was rough, but it was fun. I would do it again, but maybe not with the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Not with kids, eh? (laughs) But see now it's, it's a problem because now I'm like, I see all these, I've been looking up boat stuff on YouTube and now I'm getting all these boat recommendation videos. And now I'm like, I need to buy a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hole. That's a... It is. It is. But I found a, a decent, like, a, I can find a brand new one, and it's like 200 250 Okay. Then I'd have to add, like, Sounds... I'd have to add, like, money for putting the, putting the floor in and stuff. Yeah. But even so. P- plywood's gone up in price a lot. Yeah. Like, double. But I only need one sheet of plywood, so it wouldn't be too bad. Like the yeah. the one I the piece of plywood I put in the other boat was like was the cheapest piece of plywood I could ever find. It was like I think it was like it wasn't it wasn't free? No, it wasn't at that point. <laughs> trying to find actually trying to find a good piece of plywood in the garbage is really hard. 
Yeah. Um, so, like, I put in, like, not, I don't think it's, it might, I think it's half inch, but it might even be a quarter inch. Do you know what I bet your dinghy video could have used? Drone footage. <laughs> Probably. So I'll lend you. I know a guy. I'll lend you my dinghy. You lend me your drone. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> we still I, have the I'll, same problem. No, because you can't dry, fly the drone. <laughs> you legally can't fly a drone without a license. I just need the little one. Just need the little one. <clears throat> yeah, DJI Ma- Mavic Mini. Yeah, there you go. That's all I need. Yeah. But I also <laughs> have my ones from work, which are much better cameras. Can you use those? For personal use? Yeah. Oh, you can? Okay. It's called sure. testing. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. They'd, they'd have no problem if I wanted to work on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to redo my video. Yeah. When I buy a bigger boat. <laughs> I'm really tempted. Really tempted. Anyways, that's what I did this weekend. I want to do... Uh... I, sometime I want to try and do a, a video with my remote control boat with the remote control quadcopter following the boat. Okay. Automated. With, I was with like, the, yeah, uh, I was like, can you do the that? With the Mavic, follow I can do this? automated. Yeah, follow this thing. That's cool. Yeah. I got to get a I can't. I can't really operate both at the same time. I'll drive it's a still boat still doable, but. I can drive Yeah, the there you go. Hey, yeah, man, drive if you need help, boat. call me. No, I'll come help you. Can't can't say I'll be any good, but I'll help. <laughs> yeah, the problem is when the boat flips in the middle of the. I mean, your dinghy to go get it. I, I I'm set up, man. I got it. I almost bought a dinghy last time I took my boat out, which was over a year ago now. I think that I took my remote control boat out, and I ended up upside down, and I was ready to go to the store and buy a dinghy just to go get the boat out. Because <laughs> it was like the third time I was using the boat, I think something like that, oh, and man. I was just like, damn it. No. But luckily I was able to hit the throttle with it upside down. The propeller was just in the water enough and it was just the right angle. I didn't need to steer and it hit the hit the the, the shore and I grabbed it. Oh, so, nice. You lucked yeah. out. I got lucked out big time. <laughs> Pretty sure that was the, the off-road weekend with my uncle and my brothers and dad. Oh, yeah. Do you spend all? Do you go out like camping for you do off road, or you just do the? We did cabins. Then we went okay. to uh, Halberton, and we rented cabins. Okay, so did you like yeah. like day trip? Like you'd go out and then come back to the cabin, or would you book a cabin along the way? No, yeah, go out. So we like stayed at the cabin, and then hop on the four wheelers, go for a ride for the day, come okay. back to the cabin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've like I'm always interested in seeing how people do that kind of stuff. I was invited once to do like a snowmobile camping trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't go unfortunately, but I was really tempted to try something like that. Like I, I I've done bike trips and stuff where like I pack everything on my bike and I go and then I just camp wherever. Yeah. And do that kind of stuff. That'd be fun. Um, and then with the dinghy, I got interested in like oh let's see how far I could actually go in the dinghy, right? And yeah. Do like a like a riverboat trip for a weekend or something like that. Just find places to camp along the river. That would be fun. But mm-hmm. it also sounds like a lot of work. 
<laughs> well, if you get a boat, make sure it's small enough for your car to pull it. Yeah. Your 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 SUV. Oh my! I'm talking about my dinghy though. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I know, but I mean, if you got a bigger boat, well, I have. I a, mean, when you get when you get a bigger boat, yeah. I have a. Um, my family, like, all chipped in, and we bought like a fishing boat. So we have like an aluminum, oh, okay. well, aluminum fishing boat. So if we my go, my parents like, bought us uh, like a side by side four wheeler, uh, okay, like a six seater with like a ba- a bigger back on it. So okay. like, you can comfortably sit like four to five adults. Actually, we know we did have six adults, I think, in it. But anyway, it's a big one. Yeah, that my parents bought for for us for Christmas, as I do my hands in quotes. <laughs> <clears throat> you should take that on a camping trip, like find trails and just yeah go. Well, that's what that's what we did do with the cabin was take that. You did take that, okay. And my my uncle had one as well, and we went in the woods woods up in Halberton on trails there. The problem was we went at the wrong time of year. And there was a lot of bugs. Yeah, that's the problem. Welcome it was nice to Northern it wasn't Ontario. Wet. Yeah, like it was. It was. It was terrible to the point where you're just like ignoring the bugs because you have no choice. There are thirty bugs on or around you, at all and times. you have no choice. Yeah, at all times. I have camera footage of it. Can you see? I've drone footage bugs? of it too. <laughs> yeah, you can see the bugs. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. That's crazy. So. Yeah, it would be fun. Find a trail. You take your side by side. I'll take my mini bike when I build it. <laughs> we'll just rip it up. Yeah. That's the trailer right? installed on on Cynthia's Highlander. For for the plan is to take that side by side out. Hopefully this summer. Sorry, or... did you say a trailer or a trailer hitch? Uh, we're getting a trailer hitch installed. Oh, okay. My parents are building. My dad's building a trailer right now for the side by side. Okay. Like he's taking an old trailer and making and beefing it up and fixing it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I need to. Uh, if I if I'd known that we were gonna get into boats and stuff, I would have bought a bigger vehicle than my Subaru. Yeah. But yeah. Now I'm waiting for my Focus <clears throat> to die so I can buy a, a truck. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm waiting for my Subaru to die so I can buy a truck. <laughs> But Cynthia's Highlander can pull pretty good, so. Oh, yeah, the Highlander is basically a truck, so. Yeah. You got lots of. It's, it's more than big enough. Lots of options. My. But uh, it's not mine. <laughs> yes, but you could use it. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have the option. Yes. I have can. to like if I want to haul something big, I gotta basically borrow. My wife's parents' truck, to haul yeah. something. So. Which. That's always the stereotype, right? You get a truck and then everyone wants to use it. So, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I should just get a truck. <clears throat> One year we got a t-shirt for my brother-in-law that says, "No, I won't help you move." Yeah. Yes, I have a truck. It's got no, a picture of pickup truck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He helped us move right before that. <laughs> <laughs> my my brother-in-law bought a Ford Ranger. I like I like the Rangers, the Small old Small truck, but yeah. My my yeah. parents have one. Or it's the they had one, but they have one. It, it's not it's not roadworthy anymore. It just sits in the driveway. Um right now. It's being used for other things. And is that something about smoking it? Yeah, my my grandpa smokes <laughs> it as a smoke hut. Yeah. I think you talked about that. In the winter, that. yeah, he just smokes in it. Um <laughs> the Anyways, 
around the time I got all my friends into riding bikes. Um, motorcycles. Motorcycles, right? yes. Yeah. The Not bicycles. <laughs> not bicycles. Everyone rides bikes. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get my friends riding in the motorcycles. I got one of my friends in, and they were trying to find him a bike to buy. Um, and we found one in Ottawa. So, we're and it was, I think it was... It's like an eight-hour drive away, right? Uh, Ottawa's six, I think. From here. Six, okay. Yeah. So... I think it was December 1st. So like it was cold. It was getting like a little yeah. bit of snow, but not too bad. Ottawa usually gets it worse too, right? Yeah. And so we're like, we want to go see this bike and buy it and bring it back. Cause it's the only one around. It's not really the, it's the good time. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good time it's to buy season. bikes. Yeah. yeah. But not a lot of new ones are being listed. So you kind of have to go where the deal is. Anyways, we asked my brother-in-law if we could borrow his truck to go get it, and then we got a flat <laughs> no. <laughs> U-Haul? Uh, no, because I don't think we... They don't let you take a pickup truck from U-Haul unless you're 25. Oh, I gotcha. So, I mean, you can rent Makes a big sense. They're pretty van. Yeah. You can drive the big cargo truck, but you can't drive the pickup truck. That's okay. You can put a motorcycle in a cargo truck. I guess. But then I think we're trying to just trying to do it on the cheap because he's spending all yeah. his money on a bike. Yep. So, yeah, we we were we did the dumb thing of uh, driving there in his RX-8, which was okay. fun, uh, and then convinced the guy to sell it to us on the spot. But he wanted to make sure we did like insurance and everything before we rode it home yeah but then something happened to the insurance we were running through all the insurance issues uh everything was going fine we told the guy like it was going it, it was it was going to go through and so we took him back to the house he left it he had to leave he had a, he had plans so he left the bike out in his driveway and then i went to go pick up my friend from service ontario where he was getting plates and yeah. insurance everything ownership uh, and when I picked him up, he's just like, something happened with the insurance, and they they decided not to cover me. And at this point, it was like 5 o'clock. <laughs> or it was, I think it was, I forget what time it was, but it was like to the point where like, it was too late to start the process over again for more insurance. Uh-huh. So, anyways, we went back to his place, the, the guy that we were buying, that he was buying the bike from, uh, we just got the bike, and thinking ahead i had pulled the plate off of my bike just in case <laughs> and we just threw my plate on it and we rode it back from ottawa and it was in december in december it was really cold <laughs> we took turns so it would like we'd ride for an hour and then we'd switch so the other person would get in the car and blast the heat <laughs> and the other person would freeze for an hour <clears throat> and then we would stop i think every two hours we'd try to find like a timmy's or something to pull in and drink a hot chocolate (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then by the time well thought out yeah well it was fly back when we could fly by the seat of our pants we his he was still living at home and his mom didn't want him to have a bike even though he already had his license for it so we ended up having to drive it to his friend's house and store it in his friend's garage for the winter and then 
in the summer, magically, he had a bike at home. <laughs> and his mom had <laughs> no idea where this bike came from. He just showed up one day. Yeah, my mother would kill me if I ever got a bike. Even at this age right now, my mom would probably still be. <laughs> oh, there's some more. <clears throat> because her, her uncle lost his vision in a motorcycle accident. Oh, uh, yeah. So. I mean, there's always I mean, He didn't die, right? but. Um, she, she would be very angry. It's the one reason my brother has not yet bought a motorcycle. No. Uh, Instead, he recently bought a. He well, built he did buy a motorcycle. <laughs> my brother did just t- buy a motorcycle and convert it into a trike so he can try and get around my mom's rule. You know, you could just buy a trike, right? Yeah, but he wants to do something himself. Oh, okay. And he found a good deal on a motorcycle, so why not convert it to a trike? I guess. <laughs> my brother likes projects. It's the same guy who took a. Uh, riding lawnmower and converted into a riding picnic table. He says, sounding more and more like Colin Furs every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With less of a budget. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. Yeah, exactly. Now, oh. if he was sponsored, oh, you should my brother does have a YouTube channel. Oh, he does. Oh, well, we're gonna. Need he that. doesn't do enough videos though. Think of all the. He doesn't want to edit because he doesn't know how. You don't have to edit with that kind of stuff. People just. People just want to watch you build stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. You know how many videos are out there? Are just like, here, let me explain everything I'm doing. Actually, there's probably not enough of those. <laughs> not everything you're doing, but let me just show a time lapse of me doing something very complicated over 24 hours, and you can watch it in five minutes. Yep. <laughs> and understand nothing about it. Yay. That's been my holdup for building this mini bike. Is like, I want to, I want all these things, but there's actually no like step by step. This is everything you need to do to build it from scratch. I have yeah. a, I have a frame and I have an engine. That's all I got. I got some tires that I found. You'll need a chain. I need a chain. I need brakes. A, th- a throttle. I need brakes. Gear it. It's got gears. You need a shift clutch. Uh, or no, it's just a. Like centrifugal clutch and one gear, okay. yeah, yeah. Don't need to do. Yep. But then, yeah, if you want to talk about like gear ratios, depending on the horsepower of your engine, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I need to find something like that. Just if I learned anything it. about gear ratios from my roll control car, you just do what you have, see how it works out. If you need to change it, change it. Yeah. <laughs> it results in buying more parts, but you you learn real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Then you'll know for the next one. Exactly. Or for the next time you rebuild it. <laughs> After it falls apart. Yeah, just strip a gear or something. Yeah. Burn off a tire. I know some stuff about bikes because I, obviously I have one. I've done a lot of maintenance. and. Yeah. But, yeah, trying to – bikes and, like, motorbikes and minibikes are kind of different. So, same idea different process one day one day and i've been looking at like e-bikes too yeah i don't like the uh i don't like e-bikes that look like motorcycles i think okay i think those are dumb because the people who ride them think they're riding motorcycles but have not had any training so they're just idiots on bicycles so an e-bike as in 
it looks like a motorcycle you're talking. The, like it's big, it's bulky. Or even you, the ones that look like scooters, like a Okay. I don't like those ones either. What kind of do you know what, what the rules are or laws are for that here? You do you need a uh, motorcycle license? Or only if it's over a certain motor size, probably. I like don't fifty CC I thought I remember being okay. Fifty CC well that's a combustion term, right? So it's not yeah. like a fifty CC you can get away with just getting like a moped license. You don't have to get a full motorcycle license. Okay, so there is a separate license. Yeah. Up to 50cc. Over 50cc, you need a motorcycle license. But under 50cc, you still need a moped license, right? Like, you still need some version of a test to take it, right? With e-bikes... But the electric? Electric, you don't. Electric Because the laws haven't been written, I'm assuming. They... There are some laws in terms of restrictions as to, like, what size motors you're allowed to use. Up to a certain, like, uh, wattage. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's pretty open. Because, so like, there was, there was a time frame when segways were technically not allowed on the road. Yeah. And not allowed on the sidewalk. So, therefore, they're not allowed to be used anywhere. Yeah. Basically, except, like, a park. Yeah. Or something like that is the only place you were really legally allowed to use them. And I didn't, I was wondering if e-bikes kind of fall into that or not. Like, if it's an e-bike without a pedal, for example. Well, that's the thing is, like, all of them have pedals. Right. But some of them are not, I think some of them are put on just to fit the requirement of it's a e-bike. Right. Kind of like how an RX-8 has rear seats just to say it's not a two-seater. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, (laughs) they work, sure, but they are not ergonomical or really that functional. Practical. Practical. Okay. Um, But I'm looking more like e-bikes as like, it's an actual bicycle that you pedal properly, but it has battery assisted electric assist yeah yeah Um, Yeah, i could go for that if they were cheaper yeah i've also wanted one of those off-road skateboards forever too i would love not that i'm a skateboarder at all but an off-road skateboard i would absolutely go for (laughs) i would just like an electric skateboard in general like a boosted board i've got i've got a i've got a saved kijiji search for them i've seen some decent priced ones i've i've seen some but the ones I've seen for sale have, have not been that good. There have been the cheap I, ones that people have bought to get to try them, and then they realize that they're not good. So I haven't. Like, if you see a swag board, don't buy a swag board. Um, but yeah, something like a boosted board I'd get, or a mono wheel, that kind of thing. Yeah, mono wheel is the same as a one wheel, that kind of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> There's a big off-road one. Oh, that's because my search is very broad all of Ontario. That's too far. <laughs> that's way too far. Speaking of skateboards, I hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> you have the sound queued up? No, I'll add it in. Uh, after. All right. <laughs> I could pull it up, but I don't know. That'll be fine. I was... Uh, I don't want to say I was being an idiot. If you talk to my wife, I was being an idiot. My talk to your wife should probably always say you're an idiot. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> the we've been riding our bikes a lot lately. Like here I... it is. I got the sound. We've been riding bikes. Oh. I hurt myself today. <laughs> there you go. You'll just edit it anyway, but. Hopefully that came up better on Audacity because 
I don't think it did. <laughs> it was pretty choppy on my end. Oh, okay. It wasn't choppy, but it's really quiet. I can okay. see on here. Um, like we've been riding our bikes a lot. Um, this is the, the, well, I actually rode my bike to my parents' house, which was like far. Like it took an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get there. So I did it once with my oldest. Um, I built a little seat for him to sit on the bike with me, like on, on the front with me. Okay. Um, so I took him once and then my wife came pick me up and then I did, we did it again with my wife came with, so both kids with us on bikes and like stopped for a picnic, picnic in the park and that kind of stuff. And anyways, one of these days we were, we did a bike ride and we came back and then, um, the kids like to play outside when we get back from bike rides. So they start pulling out everything that's in the garage that has wheels on it. So they pull out their bikes and scooters and cozy coop cars and anyways skateboards and so i found this ninja turtle skateboard like kids skateboard yeah so i brought that home for the kids and they play around on it they obviously can't ride it very well yet so um normally what i do is i just like put one they just put their feet on it then i hold their hand and i just kind of pull them along yeah so I did that with my youngest, who's almost two, and he got off, and I was, he was running back to the garage. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna ride, I'll push the, like I ride skateboards. I have I have a longboard that I ride around during the summer. Um, I'll, I'll just ride this little skateboard, like it's it's barely big enough for my foot, right? Like it's, I finally I get on it and I push and I get one stride and then the wheels lock up and I fall on my, the the small of my back like the lower back i land right on my low in the middle of the freaking road <clears throat> some noob skateboarder over here it, it's so embarrassing because i'm like i know i know how to ride skateboards <laughs> and, and here i am on my back in the middle of the road groaning in pain because i'm in and my then your kids have a flashback to when you hurt yourself in the house before. yeah exactly <laughs> Oh my god! I was in so. Much, and I actually did this the day before we we were gonna ride our bikes to my parents' house, like all four of us as a family. Nice. And so all of a sudden, the plans went from we are gonna go for a bike ride tomorrow to I don't know if I can even sit up tomorrow because my back is gone. I was on my back for the rest of the night, like on the couch. Oh, it is rough. That's one thing. Everyone told me when I was when I was younger, like take care of yourself when you're younger, because it's gonna come back to haunt you. In your, and I'm in my 30s, and it's hitting hard. <laughs> Everything hurts. I've been in a lot of accidents. <laughs> I haven't been in many accidents, but I, I still am hurt. It sucks. I just don't do anything, and it it's done. Like even this past week, I don't know what it's been. Like I've had like rotator cuff like shoulder issues on this my right side here and it's it's been over a week now and i can it's, i'm still taking like pills every day to manage the pain you've seen a doctor yet no because you're trying to avoid doctor's offices yes because of covid and i don't want to take covid tests if i don't have to yeah which by the way we are taking COVID, we have to do covid tests at work now <clears throat> oh really yeah 
We have to do them two times a week. Just like the quick, like the, the rapid test, like the nasal yeah. rapid test. Yeah. Twice a week. Those are, those are fun. I don't mind them. They're, they're not the ones that go right back. They're the ones that just oh, go inside okay. your nose. Okay. So I don't know how accurate they are. But Have you done the one that goes right back? No, I haven't done anything. Oh. Those. I've done it twice. Ugh. I do not envy you at all. Because I was not feeling well. And the first time I, I had, I'm sure it was a flu. And I had to get it to go back to work. Yeah. And then my boss told me it didn't matter anyway. So uh, Yeah, I think we talked but about that. <clears throat> the second time uh was a cough that was even more dumb no the second time yeah no the first time i actually had a flu the second time was just the cough cough, yeah yeah Yeah. neither one i had to actually go so it didn't matter but for me i'd like to know that i'm clean anyway yeah (laughs) of course it's just peace of mind too right yeah so but i did see that they were starting to do the rapid tests or roll it out to some 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 uh industries yeah. So yeah, that's what apparently we signed up for is all employees two times a week. So hmm. it's been good. I've been clean so far. Hopefully it yeah. stays that way. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed. So. All right, what do you got, man? I feel like I've been talking this whole time. You have. <laughs> I got. I got. I got more to talk about. So uh, let's hear from you for a little bit. <clears throat> I don't have. A, I don't have a lot to talk about. Uh, I did have uh, an eBay issue. Okay. I didn't queue up any of the messages from the guy, but this is the guy that right after he messaged me, I messaged you and said, I swear I have the best eBay buyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he messaged me and said, I totally get this isn't your fault. I don't expect you to do anything. I just want you to let you know. But the game that I bought from you that was brand new sealed came with a broken case <clears throat> just just letting you know in case there's a way you can package it different i think you did everything you could you packaged it good but yeah. it just sounded, don't want you to hit this again it sounded like it was uh, like a pretty nice guy like even message last because he mentioned this last episode i think yeah i think so so anyway it's all basically said and done now uh we went through canada post we claimed insurance with the with it he said he'd be okay with just buying his own case to replace it yeah and i'm like well if it's came damaged then insurance should pay it out and you should get a refund so i pushed canada post they had problems contacting him whatever canada post has weird policies on how they do this they basically they they need that person to respond to the email that they send from some stupid email address and it has to all go through their process exactly, and they have the person has to answer the right questions the right way, <laughs> and send. It was supposed to also the the website for Canada Post says they'll ask for him to send it back, and to send back the packaging that was originally sent in. Oh wow! Like- but as far as when we were actually working with the lady, she only asked for pictures of the damaged item and the damaged original packaging. So okay. that's a tip. Make sure your person doesn't throw out the original packaging. Take pictures, take pictures. Thankfully, she still did it as a one-time courtesy. She still paid out or did the claim without the packaging or without a photo of the packaging because the person already thrown it out. But I think she was just tired of how long this had dragged on for. Yeah. Because of the email address 
issues. There was a phone number issue and an email address issue, and my buyer was traveling at first, too. Okay. So that delayed it like 15 or 20 days, and her her process, the the, the uh, Canada Post person, their process is to close the ticket every 10 days, basically, to okay. make people fight for it. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much so no t- tickets hang around and don't get resolved. So that was way back April... April 23rd, I think, is when they first contacted me. And it just got sorted out, like, May 25th is the last email. And I'm still waiting for the check from Canada Post to refund the, the buyer. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this might be a personal question, but how much was the item that you sold it? Like, was it, was it would it even be worth? Was it worth doing the insurance claim on it? Uh, I believe it was a eighty dollar game. Okay, so it's not sixty or eighty, one or the other. I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah, here it is here, which I'm gonna have to strike that from my records soon too. Uh, so it was Cosmic Star Heroine for PS4, okay, limited run game. Yeah, it was sixty five dollar sale, twenty five dollar shipping. So their total price was around ninety bucks, and my profit was like twenty four dollars, I think, because I had paid up on that. No, twenty eight dollars. My pro was my profit. Okay. Yeah. So that is that. It was worth it just because it was sixty five bucks. But they said they would have been happy with the case, so I could have also just out of my pocket giving them back five bucks let's say yeah. they would have been happy buying themselves a ps4 case but since the postal service destroyed it they should be dealing with it yeah and i and and canada post seemed to think that it probably happened on the u.s border side yeah but who knows yeah. who knows who knows so of course they're gonna blame the other service right like... yeah <clears throat> that's the other thing i didn't i don't think i even mentioned was that last month all of my sales were american buyers Every single one. Oh, wow. I think this sounds familiar. I don't know if you told me or if you said the other Maybe. I can't remember. And I think this month was the same thing except maybe one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Might have been like all Canada. I've had like two U.S. Oh, really? Yeah. I was figuring it was that uh, that, uh, stimulus stimulus money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I also just recently had somebody buy a game, make an offer on a game. I accept the offer. Then they message me saying, please cancel it. Yeah. I found a better deal. I had the same, th- exact same thing. Was it the, person, the same person? I don't know. I blocked them after they did that. I was also thinking it could be just someone's tactic to clear off all the better prices than theirs too. Because now I need to go manually relist it because it doesn't let me do an automatic relisting. Yeah, because I sent the person a message. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you... Like, you sent me an offer, I accept it, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, so I sent my person... Less than a minute later. Does it start with a J? No, it doesn't. So there's an S. Uh, right after they did it, uh, sorry, when they messaged me about it, I was I sent them the link for them to cancel their own order because I'd rather not have a strike against me canceling the order. Yeah. Not that that matters. I'm not a top-rated seller or whatever. But still, I'd rather the person who wants to cancel it to do the canceling. So I had them do the cancel, 
and then it sends me an automated this person wants to cancel this yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what that person so. did to me. They just wanted to cancel it like <clears throat> right away. Yeah, it was like right away after I accepted the offer. Yeah. Same day as them sending the offer. Hi there, my apologies. I just wanted to see if you could cancel my offer. I found a brand new copy for the same price elsewhere, and we'll be going with that. Sorry for any inconvenience. Thanks. Like, at least they're polite and proper, but still yeah, annoying. Yeah, still annoying. Don't, don't make an offer if you're not going to do it. And if you do, you're stuck with both, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not, because eBay. Yeah, eBay just basically said, hey, if you haven't sent this out yet, please just cancel it. Yeah, and I remember Chris Roberts having something like that once where he said, yeah, I shipped it out. And then they both got the money. Like eBay compensated the person, but Chris still got to keep his money because he held up his end of the bargain. Oh, okay. But he had already shipped it out. Yeah. Or I think he, I think on one of them he said he had shipped it out, but it was like in his hand ready to go to the post office <laughs> or at the post office when he got it. I don't remember. Yeah. Something along those lines. Well, this was like literally – Within a minute of me accepting it, they wanted to cancel. And my guy never paid, so I never shipped. Yeah, he never paid either, so. Yeah. It was, yeah. That sucks. I had a... Uh, do you remember me posting a picture about a, a Spider-Man DVD player that I found back in the... Yep. Like, like a year or two? No, oh, even yeah. longer than that. I finally sold that. Mm. Finally. But let me tell you... And then you get a return? You know, I might. But it doesn't this, work. This oh, it works. This is this <laughs> the sketchy. <clears throat> I I was having a bad day, and this is this is not a flattering story on me. But hey, we're not all we're not all perfect. We're not, <laughs> especially me. <clears throat> <clears throat> I had I had the Spider-Man DVD player up for a hundred bucks because it's the only one on eBay. The last one on there sold for over a hundred, but it was complete in box. Okay. So I was like, I'll throw it up for 100 and see what happens. I had a guy message me. He's like, oh, like I, I love this. I really want to buy it. I just have a couple questions. Um, one, does it work? Um, does, it comes with the remote. I mean, this guy clearly hasn't read any of my description. Um, and then he asked, does it also play like any rated DVD? Like he doesn't, he doesn't want a DVD. Because of Spider-Man, he was like, oh, it does only play like G rated DVDs. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I guess sure. that's a thing, but I don't know. And I wrote him back and I'm just like, it works. It's like I tested it. I I didn't I didn't remember what I what DVD I tested in it, but it definitely wasn't a yeah. kid's DVD, but I couldn't say it I tested it with this DVD and it was rated this. Um I'm like everything's there. He's like, "Okay, great. I like I'm just going to think about it. I'm going to put it put an offer in like well, and I just left it at that. Next thing you know, I'm getting an offer for $50. So, like, half of what it was. Good, yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, this is... By the way, he'd, <clears throat> he'd sent me a couple messages, not just one. Like, it was, it was almost like he was so excited. He'd ask a question, send. Ask a question, send. Ask a question, send. So, I have, like, four or five messages from this guy. And I'm trying to, like, answer them all in one email. That kind of thing. And next thing you know, I've got, yeah. like... A bunch of things you have unanswered questions on this item like <laughs> constantly um anyways go through this whole thing i click on the offer history and he started offering at 20 bucks and just kind of worked his way up 
because <laughs> yeah, it was with the auto decline. Auto decline. Yep. So I'm like, wait a second, this guy's asking me all this, all these questions, and he's starting at twenty bucks on a hundred dollar item, and just something about it just rubbed me the wrong way, and I was having probably a, a bad day anyway, and I just de- like I declined the offer, and said, and he was just, oh, his message to me was, oh, I'm taking a massive risk on this because I don't know if it's going to play R-rated DVDs, and I don't want to have a uh, a DVD that can't a DVD player that can't play anything. Um, oh, he also wanted me to make sure that I would send it USPS, not UPS, and he didn't want to sign for it. So, like, all these conditions. Oh, that's good. That's not sketchy at all. <laughs> He's just like, I. he was just like, I refuse. I refuse to sign for anything. I was like, okay, okay fine. Anyways, so I just wrote him back, and I'm just like, I understand it's a, you feel it's a risk, but I just have to confirm that it works, and it does. So but I'm declining your offer at 50. So then he comes back with an offer for $52 saying, let's make a deal. And then private messages me saying, Hey, I really want this. Let's like, let's sell this today. Like 52. I'm like, you know what? I've had an, I was just like I said, I was having a bad day. I'm like, I've had yeah. enough of this. I don't want to, do, this is not the kind of customer I want to deal with. So, I guess poo poo on me, but I was just like I declined the offer and I I blocked him because I'm just like I'm not I'm not dealing with this kind of person. Yeah, no. Once I get a fifty dollar decline that and get a fifty two dollar, I'm probably gonna do the same thing. <laughs> and then how how obviously he's a lot of pain, he's yeah. a lot of work for nothing. <laughs> yeah. So just like I, I'm not. It's gonna just get worse. It's not gonna get better. He's gonna be the worst customer. Yeah. That's what I. You that's know, what I thought. He'll have finally watched his R-rated movies or his X-rated <laughs> movies on it, and they want to return it on his Spider-Man DVD player. Yeah. So, anyways, um, he tr- he tried to message me again, and for some reason his message got through because when you block someone, it usually blocks messages. Um, but for some reason the message came through, but I, I ignored it. Then I got a message from a different eBay account with zero feedback on it. So he started. Oh, he made another account. And, or he has a burner account. And then wrote to me, right? Saying, hey, like, I really want to buy this. Like, what's what price can you do? Can you work with me? Um, all this kind of stuff. And I just ignored him. And I guess he thought <clears throat> I was... Um, I blocked that account. And I almost blocked it too. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to ignore it. <clears throat> Next thing you know, a different account with zero feedback buys it for full price <laughs> oh god and then i get a message from the guy saying hey i bought this at full price let's please like can you please send it to me like i'll leave you positive feedback and it was the same it's the same guy it's all going to the same place i can tell by the destination where it's going um he's just like if you don't want to do it then just cancel the order and let me know um so uh but because we're in our, our, our challenge, I, I sold it to him. <laughs> I'm taking a risk for my profit margins. Have fun with the return. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's in transit. I just checked it right now. It's still in transit. Got it. So. <laughs> I'm counting it for can't, now. Can't, can't be good. <laughs> it's, I'll give you an update. All, all that matters <clears throat> is it counts right now. It counts right now. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Oh, man. That's my eBay story. Oh, and to finish mine off. Oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't mean I, to uh, cut you off. 
No, that's okay. I, I, I had stopped and I forgot this thing until I just saw my notes. Um, I updated my my thank you letter that I put in the in my sales. Yep. I updated it to include if you have any if your if your item is damaged, please take photos of the packaging and the damaged item. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. That's you're one of those. There. You're one of those fancy sellers with leave notes. Well, I th- I thought I'd try it, and it turned out to give me really good feedback. Like, okay, I get, uh, like almost everyone that buys from me gives me feedback, well, and I've never had a bad feedback, so I'm calling that good. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should try that because I get like Maybe almost no feedback from anyone. Exactly. After I had no feedback on like five or ten things, I'm like, I'm putting a note in here, see what happens. And almost, I'm like, I get tons of feedback from it. Like, I don't remember where my, where you can see your items or your feedback and how many don't have feedback. I care where that is. My eBay and then selling and then orders probably. Yeah. All orders. And I think there's a feedback symbol. Leave <coughs> feedback. There's a little positive feedback received. Yes, I see a positive symbol for feedback received. So just on my on my page of most recent ones. Obviously, this is the canceled guy, which there's nothing for. And then there's another one, but I haven't left them feedback yet. I should have delivered two days ago or no yesterday uh and then there's another one from earlier in this month no feedback no feedback then positive feedback no feedback no feedback positive 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 dang look at you go yeah now as a seller do you When someone buys something from you, do you leave positive feedback right away or do you wait to get feedback and then leave feedback? As a seller, I believe you should do it as soon as they've paid. Okay. I haven't been doing that just because I've been slacking. <laughs> See, I, That's why I, I want to do it now. <laughs> I do it differently. I, I wait until I get positive feedback. Um. And then I see, but as, as a seller, there's no real point. My because you <clears throat> can't leave negative feedback as a seller anymore. Oh, you can't. Okay. No, it's physically impossible. It will not let you. Really? In fact, they've even they've even add changed it so there's canned, pre-written ones as well. Oh yeah, I see that. So now. there's use custom feedback or use stored feedback, but there's no way to do a negative. Okay, that's that's interesting because like obviously that's changed since the last time I've seen it. Yep. Because this is changed about I don't know like four months ago maybe. Because what I was doing was, as a seller, you're already at a disadvantage for almost anything. Yep. So I was leaving the feedback as my only way of defense, kind of like if there's an issue. That's why they don't allow it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I'll have to change my thing and just leave positive feedback then so yeah except for that one guy yeah well 
see what happens. You leave him feedback of this guy has so many accounts. There was a thing that they did. I, well, well, it says where I, it was a one-off account. I forget what it's called. They had like one-off accounts, and uh, your people were able to do that at one time, where they could just create they create an account based on your credit card. Okay. This one won't actually let me leave feedback. What? The oh, that's weird. It did not like me pasting the feedback that I just used on the last one. Whatever, it works now. Anyway, um, yeah. What were they just saying about what you just said? Well, I was saying like you can still use custom feedback on face on e on eBay. So like. As a, as a seller, as a seller, you so can you can write still a custom say, one, but you can't do ne you can't write a negative one. No, but I could say. Sorry, you can write negative words, but you can't give it a negative feedback yeah, rating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't even let you leave a positive. To be fair, it just lets us leave feedback. Yeah, but I believe they're always positive now. Oh, okay. So if I go check that person's profile, it'll show as a positive feedback from a, from a seller. Hmm. That's unfortunate because then you don't get. Yep, you have no leverage. Well, not even leverage, but you can't even start. You can't even complain. Keep track of bad buyers. Like there are bad buyers out there, right? So. True. Yeah. So. There you go. I just checked this guy's feedback, and it shows as positive for what I just wrote. But yeah, there's no way for a buyer to have bad feedback now, basically. It's either no feedback or good feedback. Or bad words. <laughs> yes, you could write bad words in the in the good feedback. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if someone wants to check. Don't deal with this guy. <laughs> Wait, did I just write that in your profile? Dang it. <laughs> That's what I should have done. I should have bought a couple of your items under fake accounts and given you bad feedback so no one would buy for you from you for the competition. Listen, you already Wait, sabotaged Wait, did you do that my... to me? <laughs> you already got me to play Wind Waker last month, all right? <laughs> uh, I tried. You tried. All right. So what do you want to do now? I have, I have a thing. Okay. You can do a thing. All right. This is this is the itch.io game guessing game uh -oh. copied from copied from the um, IndieQuest podcast. I will read the tagline for a game okay. and you have to tell me from multiple choice which game it is. OK. All right. I had to modify one or two of these just so they didn't say the game name in it themselves. But of course. Yeah. All right. So an itch.io could be anything. An itch.io <laughs> is usually. Yeah. They're mostly like. Oh, these are all free games. Okay. Um, and their itch.io is typically indie games. So free indie games, basically. So this first one is, the description is, it's got fly kicks, groin kicks, machine guns, glue guns, ninja stars, bicycle kicks, spinning punches, chainsaws, headbutts, coffee drinking, and explosive diarrhea, and more. That's the game's description. Okay. So is that Super Turbo Gang Fights? Stickman versus the world. Stick it to the stickman or monster girl maker. Hmm. 
with all of those items, it sounds like a prepubescent boy's dream game that they would animate with a stick figure. <laughs> so... I can repeat them if you want. There's two of them that have a stick in them. I think it's... I'm gonna I'm I, I I know it's Stickman versus the world and Stickman what was the other Stickman Stick It to the Stickman. Stick it to the Stickman. Hmm. I'm gonna go with uh Stick It Stickman versus the World. <laughs> okay. Which one? Stickman stick versus, versus the, the world. world. That is incorrect. It was actually Stick It to the Stickman. Ah, I was close to the stick though. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. All right, next one. I have I have four total, just so you know. Okay. Uh, so, uh, do you have what it takes to be a master chef? I certainly doubt it. Complete objectives and try to impress the judge. Who knows? You might even make it out alive. So is that idiot sandwich, Chef Ramsay, Good Eats, or Cook Cook Boom? Hmm. The make it out alive makes it sound like there's got to be a threat to your life while you're cooking. So I think I'm going to go with cook, cook, boom. Incorrect. Oh. This was just called Chef Ramsay. Oh, see, I, I was like, Terrible. that's too obvious. <laughs> right? It's like, too obvious. Oh, you should see the artwork for the game. Oh, man. I look this <laughs> up. Chef Ramsay. Right. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, this game is a lightning fast, hard base blasting, sorry, blast of kicking down doors and kicking butt. Move quick, hit hard. Is it Angerfoot, Cobra Kai Kickers, Duke Kick'em, or Soul Not Found? Can you read that description one more time? Yeah. This game is a lightning fast, hard base blast of kicking down doors and kicking butt. Move quick, hit hard. Okay, what were the options? Sorry. Anger foot, Cobra Kai kickers, Duke kick'em, soul not found. That soul not found there is throwing me off because it has nothing to do with kicking. What was the third option? Duke Kick'em. Duke Kick'em. I like that. I'm going to go with... It sounds like Duke Nukem, but the Duke Kick'em, it sounds like someone's... It is not Duke Kick'em. It's Anger... Angerfoot. Oh, that was my... <laughs> I was going to go with that one first. I'm like, ah, oh, it's too... It's so generic. It's so generic. It's like someone's trying to be creative with Duke Kick'em. Oh. That was me. That was me being creative. See, you've got a better name convention than these guys. <laughs> Man, 0 for 4. That's terrible. <laughs> No, that's just good on me for making them hard. <laughs> All right, the last one. The description is just the coolest rhythm game. Okay. So is it Dino Dance, Friday Night Funkin', Trunk Funk, or Vapor Trails? Hmm. What was the description? The coolest rhythm game. The coolest. Cool. Well, the coolest people are people who vape, right? <laughs> so it's got to be the it's got to be the vapor the vapor one. It is not the vapor. Ah! It's Friday night Funkin'. <laughs> oh man. 
<laughs> and I'm like, wait, am I saying? Am I saying that? Is it gonna sound like I'm saying a different word other than funkin? Funkin. Funkin. So, out of those games, the fourth one in every single one of them is a actually a different free itch.io game. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the the last one in each one of those is a real game, but a different game uh, on itch.io that's also free. <laughs> I gotta get this Jeff Ramsey game, man. Yeah, right. They're all free games. Go get them. <laughs> H.io. Go get them. I-T-C-H.io. Even Curtis, or uh, sorry, not Curtis. Caleb J. Ross has some games on H.io. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I've played some. Are they good? They're pretty fun. Okay. If they're the same ones on his website, which I think some of them are. <laughs> And funny. He's got definitely a good sense of humor, as he we does. already know. He does. Yeah. All right. Good game, man. Thanks. <laughs> and and we stole it clearly, fair and square, from the Indie Quest podcast. We had the original idea to steal it from them. <laughs> That's all. The most original. The most original idea to steal. <laughs> That's all the justification we need. <laughs> Oh man, I might have to make it not as hard next time. Maybe yeah, three those are options. Tough. To each those are tough. <laughs> tough, tough, tough. So what else have you been up to? We don't have to do eBay stuff quite yet. Uh, we don't have to go with numbers. What have I been doing? I was, I did start watching um, the Long Way Round from your Plex ah, server. Yeah, great show. Yeah. Does yeah, it it's make good. Does it make you want to travel the world? Not particularly. <clears throat> it's it's a lot of problems I don't want to have in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, Long Way Round is uh, Ewan McGregor from many many famed movies, but the most, actor, yeah. Yes, most most importantly is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars prequels, and, and his friend Charlie Borman, and they actually ride from London, UK to new york new york usa uh the long way around such as the title says so they drive through london through europe through asia over to alaska and then down through canada and the states on motorcycles on motorcycles yes so it's uh, a great series so that's a long way around go and watch it it's great pretty yeah. pretty early like reality tv this yeah, something like this had never really been documentary. Done before. Like they're they've got helmet cams, which is pretty novel for 2004. It was came out, I believe, or yeah. maybe that was when it was made. I'm not positive, but 2004 to have the the number of cameras they had on their bikes on them, walkie talkies plus voice recording. Yeah. yeah, batteries, all that stuff is pretty. Like you can do all this for that time. You can do all this on your phone nowadays. Like you don't need anything. Yeah, exactly. But back You're then, like GoPros, right? Yeah. I was just they were talking about testing out the cameras, and I'm just like, a GoPro would be great right now. Yeah, <laughs> it would do everything you want. It's definitely a level <laughs> of problem solving that you don't have to deal with anymore. Yeah, but I find that pretty interesting. So what? What? Uh, how many episodes in are you? Uh. <laughs> I'm on the sixth, or I have to start the sixth. I'm okay. not, yeah, to start, have to start the sixth, I believe. Yeah, it's good. They, they also have. So a they book. just finished Mongolia, I believe. Okay, yeah, that's the last one I just watched. I think. Cool, um, that's 
that episode will come back in later. I guess that's not really a spoiler, I guess. Um, so they did, they've done three series so far. They've done Long Way Round. They did lo- then they do Long Way Down, which is from John O'Groats in Scotland down to Cape Town in South Africa. Um, and they ride the up, uprated uh, BMW GS 1200 instead of the 1150. And they did the 1150 in a long way around, and then the 1200 uh, BMW for long way down. And then just <clears throat> last year, <clears throat> no, they, I think they did it in 2019 because they did it just before COVID hit. Um, they okay. rode from Terra del Fuego in Argentina. So, like the tip, the bottom tip of Argentina up to los angeles and they called that long way up obviously they've done everything else yep. uh, but they did that on electric harley davidson's oh i did hear that that was coming yeah um that is not as interesting a sh- of a show just because i think a lot of it just focuses on the problems of getting electricity like that's like gotcha, how we're going to yeah. charge our bikes that kind of thing yeah they also have two electric trucks uh the rivians that are built in detroit yep. um they got like prototypes of those to come along with them and they got like a rivian mechanic to come with them um so it's pretty interesting that that part of it yeah. is um, i i heard about long way around years ago from my uncle who's a motorcycle enthusiast and i always meant to watch it yeah it's it's a great great show um anyways that that episode of mongolia that you just watched um yeah they they when they're when they're doing the trips they do um like charity stuff so they usually work with unicef when they're yeah so they stopped at a unicef orphanage right in that episode yep um and they see a girl there who won't talk to anybody except for this one other girl right that's the only way they talk uh, apparently, like Ewan McGregor was just so like taken with this girl who wouldn't talk to anybody because they they'd only found her like two or three days before they got before there. Before the yeah, right, which is insane. Anyways, apparently, like the memory of her just stuck with him so much that he actually went back and adopted her. Okay, so she is she shows up in Long Way Up, and okay. she's just like. Uh, she just—it's strange to know that she came from like rural Mongolia as like hmm. a nobody, and now she's just like a Los Angeles teenager, basically. Well, in in the long way round, at the very beginning when they're doing the send off, you and McGregor says, "I don't like to have my kids on TV." Yeah, so that obviously it changes because she's she was on old TV. enough to make her own choice, probably. Yeah. Too. Um, let alone she was already on when she was three. <laughs> yeah, she's basically been there. But yeah, he was definitely surprised that there were kids this young living on the streets, basically, too. Yeah, yeah. And they were living in a hole in the road, like, or a hole yeah, in the ground, they live in, like, literally. Literally, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. So, yeah, good show. Good show. Everybody should watch yeah, it. Yeah, if they had done the UNICEF stuff, it would have been, I don't know, less eventful, less humanitarian, more about just we're just gonna do it yeah trying to do a trip for the sake of doing a trip but i mean he's a celebrity so he's probably already got those um charity ties there yeah 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 Hmm. well you might as well right so i mean it's stuff like that that 
whenever I get the hankering that I want to go for a bike ride or a, lo- a long bike bike trip, like yeah. I'll just watch one of those, and I I kind of get like a secondhand fulfillment of like I've kind of <laughs> been on a bike trip because I've been on those kind of trips before. Nothing obviously that extreme, but I've yeah, gone not three for, months away from your family. No, well, okay, planned to be three planned months. Through. Like the longest <laughs> I've been on a bike trip has been like a week, so okay. it's not not been crazy. Um, but they're they're a lot of fun when you can do them and you pull them off. So I do the same thing with like an off road trip. I've done off road weekends or take my truck that I had at the time and go for a long weekend up north and camp and or stay in a cottage or whatever else. Yeah. And same thing, watching videos on YouTube kind of fulfills that a little bit just to get the just scratch a little the feel itch. for it. Yeah, scratch the itch a little bit to prolong the actual event happening, especially now with COVID stuff. <laughs> well, that's a good time uh, to do it because you're not going to be near anybody. You just kind of go out and do it by yourself, right? Yeah, but there's nowhere around here to do it. Yeah, so you'd have true. to go north, right? Yeah. So you're going to end up staying somewhere. Yeah, bring a tent, sleep in the truck. Yeah, there are places to do that. But I don't have a truck anymore. <laughs> but you could. <laughs> you could. I have could. A Just borrow. A I truck. did. I did try calling the guy I sold my truck to. That's as far as you got. Around 2009, I tried calling him. I think three years ago now, there was no answer. Oh. <laughs> Does he still have it? Yeah. Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I do have the VIN number, so I could go like get a vehicle history report or something like that. Yeah, check it. Try and find out. <laughs> eh, I I wouldn't mind having a different one, because yeah. that one had issues that they're part of the reason I sold it. Well, you get Frank. your kids are, well your your son's getting old to the age where you could take them on. Stuff yeah, I you. did. I did say years ago when my son is seven in twenty twenty, I will buy a four wheeler. That has not happened. Well, it's been a. Uh, My wife decided it's not happening. Basically, uh, now. okay. Yeah. Uh, COVID doesn't help either. I was gonna say at the same time. COVID. That's not. But then my parents also bought us a four wheeler to share. Yeah. Like four years ago now, or something like that. So there's that. You I can just, just use, use that. that one. Yeah. It's just theirs is also a big one, so you can't go on most trails. They need to be like, pretty wide trails for this thing to fit through. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's only seven, you're not going to go on, like, some pretty gnarly stuff anyway, right? Like, you don't want to... But that if you had a four-wheeler that you can stand up on, like, it's more like a dirt bike type. Okay, yeah. Like, a smaller four-wheeler, it can get through yeah, rougher trails easily. Yeah. yeah. Not a side-by-side, like thing. an actual... Yeah, ATV, exactly. Yeah. The side-by-side just needs some combed trails that are, you know, well taken care of. Yeah. Or else it's going to bottom out because it's so big and heavy Healthy and... and yeah. They don't have a winch on it either. Do they? Oh, yeah, they do have a winch. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really use the winch very often. <laughs> Just don't yeah. get stuck. Don't get stuck. I uh, uh, I yeah. rolled an ATV on myself one time. Oh, jeez. I was okay. I, I didn't hurt myself. Like a, like a normal four-wheeler one? Yeah, like a normal one person. One, yeah. Okay, I've done that. Yeah. I, I don't a three-wheeler i've done that a couple times well i mean those, those things, things you look at that and they fall over yeah yeah the big honda those things huge are, wheel ones the atc i think they're called um yeah those things are more dangerous than motorbikes <laughs> yeah i have a friend who died on one yeah died legit died i mean he was drunk as well so that doesn't help, doesn't help. but but, but yeah. still 
when when mothers are say no motorcycles but you can ride that three-wheeler <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah there's problems I didn't say my mother would be okay with a three-wheeler. She won't be okay with my brother's three-wheeler. But on the road, at least it's bigger, so it's easier to see you. I think is the main argument there. I guess. So uh, I also started uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm only on episode three. Okay. My wife and I have been binge-watching and finished all of Island of Brian. Okay. Which is that renovation yep, yep. show. He bought, him and his wife bought an island, hotel island, sorry, an island hotel in the Bahamas, uh, like a resort, not just, an, uh, not just a hotel, but there's a hotel block, and then there's like uh, villas or like cabin type things, and they're renovating that whole thing, and we are, like, we were have been obsessed with it, and it's also something we realized as we're watching it, the kids can watch it too, right? Yeah. And we don't have many shows that the kids can actually watch while or or be there while we watch, right? Because mm-hmm. most shows are something that kids can't see. Like, like I wouldn't want to watch any Marvel shows with my kids. They're just too young to see actual people fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Do they, do they actually finish the resort or do they... <clears throat> plan on a season two <clears throat> no they've done they're on season three oh, okay sorry so s- season one i think was like 2018 and season two was 2019 season no no season two season two was i think 2019 sorry 2020 anyway they hit COVID already is my point okay and they basically have no people coming for a while so i think the show kind of edited that out like imply that they're say specifically the time has passed and now we're open up right bahamas has allowed people to allow hotels to open up but people still aren't traveling much so yeah but that's okay that just gives them more excuses to spend more money and more time to do more renovations because they clearly have no shortage of money Uh, so we we had known that this guy brian uh balmer not balmer what's his last name Balmer, yeah, Balmer. Anyway, th- he's had TV shows for a while on HGTV and I don't know what else, but uh, he's a Canadian construction worker, uh, owns a construction build- business near, near Oakville, um, and has had several TV shows. Leave It to Brian was, I think, the f- one of the first ones, and then he also did one called uh, Ho- House of Brian, okay. um, where the- he literally actually builds their dream home, they say. Yeah. But that was back in 2010. And we're going back now and watching that show. And they're 10 years younger. <laughs> Their son, who is now 14, 15 on the, on the, on the island of Brian, is like three yeah. <laughs> or four. Like, big difference. And they have two extra kids that weren't there in the old show. But they're building what they call their dream home in this 20, 2010 world. But... If you see now on the new show, they go back to their real home and it's a much bigger home than this dream home that they're building in 2010. And I also heard from STC pod because I think Bill might be where I heard about this show. Yeah. Bill was talking about Island of Brian. That's where I got finally got the push to actually go and watch it. Um, 
but they were talking about how this guy has like several houses. He has like the big house that's a several million dollar location, and then they have a cottage that's another one. And I think they did part of that on one of their shows too. And then he has several other houses. They bought one in Florida just to be close to the Bahamas in this show, the island show. <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it's neat to see some renovation stuff. Not that we're going to do that anytime soon. I was going to say, what's, when's your next renovation? <laughs> yeah. Never. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do a kitchen and a bathroom sometime, but. I'm not yeah. looking forward to that anytime. I think yet. that's on everyone's list. Yeah, our kitchen's still pretty original from this house being built in '93. Yeah. Our yeah. our kitchen also needs to be done at some point. Um, I think it's original from when it was built. Actually, no, that's not true. It's not original, but it was definitely the cheapest thing that someone could do to put in and as a replacement. <laughs> and okay. the guy that we bought it from then decided to throw one coat of paint on top of it before he sold to us. Good. So Good. it's now it's all just kind of falling apart. So yeah, we got to do something about it. My wife wanted to paint our cupboards, cabinets, but I don't, I don't want to do that because <laughs> then you run into that situation where if you don't do it right, it's just going to peel off. I mean, so what's the point? You can, it's just a lot of work, but you do save a lot of money doing it that way. If you do it right. Yeah. You just got to right? make sure you yeah. sand it down properly and then paint yeah. it. Yeah. She she, I don't think she planned to sand anything. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Just put paint over it. <laughs> it's funny. My my it, neighbor. Now, my neighbor um, is not a handy person whatsoever. He's learning. He's trying his best. But it's, he's definitely. He didn't grow up in Canada. So he didn't have that kind of secondhand fatherly training when doing home repairs and stuff like that. So I always get texts from him saying, Hey, do you have this? Or do you know how to do that? And so I end up, you know, showing him, okay, this is how you do this. Or here's a tool to do that. And this kind of stuff. Anyways, one of the first problems, one of the, one of the first times we actually did something together was just before COVID hit. Um, they were getting a, um, a, a new dining room table. So he went, we went to Guelph to go pick it up because I had a vehicle that could tow a trailer, his camp. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, whatever, you know, throw it in the trailer. So we went and got it and bought it and brought it back. And it's this old, like a really no, old, like almost like a harvest table. Um, and he was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to refinish it. And, you know, it's it's old. It needs to be refinished. So I'm, I'll refinish it and we'll save a bunch of money. And Okay. So then, you know, over the next couple of weeks, it's, hey, how do you do this, sir? So I had to explain, okay, this is how you take the varnish off. This is how you, uh, you want to sand here because the varnish stripper doesn't come, doesn't hit that area. And, you know, okay. It's just a lot of stuff. And so now I go to see him and he's got his sandpaper out in his hand and he's kind of rubbing it. I'm like, here, I'll, so I give him my sander so he can do that. And I'll, <laughs> just one thing after another. And then I don't think he realized how much, work was involved in refinishing a table and a set of chairs so i think he was working on it for a solid like two months and then next thing i know i see a delivery truck and he's getting a, <laughs> a table and chair delivered he just went out and bought one that's it i give up uh, yeah see i've got one neighbor on one side of me who 
who's retired and refinishes furniture for fun. Okay. And and then I've got a neighbor on the other side who is a police officer full time, and he's renovating his entire house himself, f- basically for something to do. Yeah. He's divorced. <laughs> his kids are teenagers. Yeah. He needs something to do. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So what you do is you take all the cabinet doors off and you give them to your neighbor who refinishes for for fun and let yeah. him do it. And then you Yeah, he'd want to get paid it. though. It's cheaper than buying new doors. Probably. Probably. You just throw some new hardware on there and you're good to go. You got a fresh I've already thought about asking him, but See? He's also one of the neighbors that you walk out of your house and he disappears into his garage. Like he was clearly outside working on something. Yeah. But he heard you coming, so he went inside or just inside enough or into the backyard so he doesn't need to say hi. <laughs> it's not that he's not polite or nice. It's yeah. just that he'd rather not talk if he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I understand that too. So that makes it more awkward or difficult to say, hey, you want to just uh, redo our cabinets for us? And that's why you have to make a trip over there and actually talk to him. <laughs> I'm sure if you offered him a little something, he'd do it. Probably. I don't know what he'd want. And then there's the whole having no kitchen for a while while it's done. No, you do it in pieces. You know, not the whole thing. Like, here's the doors. All right. I mean, what else do you need to do? Everything else can be painted. Yeah. So. Oh, also, uh, the previous owner of this house only painted the outside and not the inside of anything. So it's. Yeah. Don't open the doors. <laughs> Sounds about right. So that's the thing. I, I'm also considering just taking everything down and redoing it properly to save money and then just maybe buying a new countertop. But we'll see. I also considered yeah. making my own countertop. Don't say out of concrete. Uh, no, I was going to do like a butcher block. Oh, okay. But I don't. That's think... not going to be cheap right now either. No, not really. But look nice. Wood's expensive right now. <laughs> very. Very, very. I actually, I've run out of... So, like, for the past couple of years, I've been pulling good wood out of bins. Yeah. And over the past year, I've now out of wood because I've used it all on... Mm, I built yeah. I built a play set for the kids in the backyard. I built a... That's like what a, I was actually going to mention is I was... I've been planning to build a play a play set for a playground for the kids in the backyard but my son is seven almost eight so it needs to be fairly big for it to be yeah. able to handle him so yeah my dad built one for us when we were kids and i still remember that and i'd like to build one but the price of lumber just went up and i I've already designed it. Like I've got an idea. We've got a swing set back there. I plan on putting basically one side of the swing set. There will be this one structure on the other side of the swing set. There'll be other structure. Both will have slides. Then one will have a rock climbing wall. The other will have ladder. And then the, the one with the rock climbing wall will also have a ladder on the back. And the other one will have a um, rope ladder okay. on it as well. So that's the, that's the plan. I just need to, sit down on a call with my dad and make sure he agrees that the like two four by fours are okay for this main structure and yeah do i need to brace it and that kind of stuff so 
Yeah. He already said, just uh, build it, put the kids on it, and have them shake around. If it wobbles, <laughs> you should brace it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's yeah. what I, that's what I, like, I didn't build a big playset. set. I just built, like, a, a, a slide platform. Uh, and a How set. high is the slide off the ground? Uh, four feet. Okay. It's not hard. Yeah. That's what I was trying to figure out whether to do four feet or five feet again, since my son's so tall yeah. or big now that, and they were using this slide that's like literally three feet off the ground and they were happy with it until the step broke. Yeah. But yeah. I, f- I found a slide on the side of a curb. Did so you? I just. Find me one, will you? Okay. I will. I my s- mom I... has one for me, but I need to grab another one. For the I, other side. I see them all the time. So yeah, I'll pull one. Um, okay. I keep looking for one on Facebook or Kijiji, but they're gone fast. Yeah, everything's gone fast. Even if they're not free, even if they're like fifty bucks. Yeah. If they're not destroyed, they're gone fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I ended up I use a lot of uh, I use two by fours and I also use um, IKEA bed slats. You know, like okay, yeah, on yeah, the slat bed, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the wood that they use under there, they're just that's stapled together with a piece of fabric, right? So, yep. Just pull the fabric off, and you got those nice slats of wood. They they work well for building platforms and stuff. Yeah, I even thought about using that, but reinforcing the the reinforcing them in some way to make them a bridge, okay. or even if it went over some wood that you kind of give a curve to. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to have like a, a bridge with little gaps and it moves or something, but not yeah. too much that it's unsafe. Those things are pretty strong. You don't, like for a kid, you'd be fine. But like I built basically yeah. just built like a skid with them. Yeah. And put that up four feet high and I've climbed up on it and it holds me up just fine. So <laughs> I'm not, I haven't braced it. I just put a couple screws in on each corner and call it a day. And so far so good. Hasn't fallen down put yet. Some pictures. Do some pictures. For what for of you? This, of this thing. Or on Twitter. Oh. No one cares. Everybody wants to see. No one cares. I mean, it's not a Q Dog castle for your kids, <laughs> but still. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of things I found in the garbage. I found You find things in the garbage? All the time, actually. I pulled out a wheel for my mini bike today. Um <laughs> I found something in the garbage. Actually, how do I want to tell this story? I I don't care. You already <laughs> told me. <laughs> well, there's more to it than what I just told you. <laughs> the this bin came from a house that I got a bin from pretty much almost exactly a year ago at the same time. The bin last year had Guitar Hero controllers, Guitar Hero dongles, a bunch of other things, and a bike trailer, which I use all the time with the kids nowadays. Hmm. <clears throat> so I'm like, I got to, like, I, I, I kind of know where that house is. And so when I saw Tips it pop on up this on this address. <laughs> yeah, pretty almost, pretty much. I When I saw it pop up on the list, I'm like, I, I remember dropping the bin there again. Um, and then I finally got the pickup, and I went, I got to go back to pick up that bin and it was just full of goodies again so it's it's bad because obviously i want to pull stuff out but i don't always want to do it when i'm at uh 
a dump site where I ha- don't have time to look through things. Yeah. And maybe this is bad to say as a garbage person that, hey, you go garbage people look through your garbage. <laughs> it's a fact of life. So, but we don't want to do it. Like, I also don't want to do it in the person's driveway. Like, pull it, yeah, start pulling sure. stuff out because that looks bad too. So, I actually, like, I pull the bin up and I go down. I, I find either a secluded area or I was out in the country. So, I was just pulling this country, country road. and Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Pull inside the road and got out and basically just hopped in the bin on the back of the truck and just started like setting stuff aside. Um, I pulled out a backpack that had a wallet with a bunch of gift cards in it. So I pulled the gift cards out to see if any of them were good. I pulled like a hundred dollars worth of gift cards out of there and all of them are seriously working. Yeah. It had $11 and change in it as well. What? (laughs) Um, who throws out a wallet? I th- honestly think they're just getting rid of stuff. Um, they had there was an iPod Touch in there that I got to refurbish and I use now in my car. Um, yeah. There was an Very iPhone, nice. a couple iPhones that I found. So none of they're all iCloud locked, so not much I can do with them. Well, you sell them on eBay for parts and a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. What else? Um, hmm. I forget. Oh, I, I kept the backpack. It was a nice backpack. I just gave it a clean and. Yeah, swear to God, I, I have so much stuff. If I did that, my wife and I just went around. The other day, we were driving home from somewhere with the kids, and we're like, "Oh yeah, it's garbage day in our neighborhood. Let's just take a drive around." Yeah. And we got a bike on the side of the road for my son for like next year. Yeah. That's like a five-speed with brakes. Just needs some inner uh, inner tubes, or just put some air in the tires. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Which one? She got some planters that she can use, hanging planters for strawberries in the garden and garden hose. Yeah. A ho- garden hose reel. Like, you know, those yeah. big expensive they always plastic throw those, boxes. I, yeah, those things always get thrown out. Like, those are expensive. Yeah. We have the exact same one as that one. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It. It's crazy what people throw out. So, uh, they had a nice, um, I couldn't pull it because it was way too big, but a nice, like, Sony because you didn't call for help yes (laughs) (laughs) take a drive by derek's house how far were you from waterloo (laughs) (laughs) it was in baden so not not that far not that far um i was i was probably flying only 15 minutes away from you well see i should have just (laughs) give you a shot i spent a good 15 minutes in the back of that bin i'll tell you that much um anyways a nice tv um i got it finally got a remote for my trinitron it wasn't a Trinitron TV, but the remote works for my Trinitron, so. Um, a Sony one. Sony, so Sony yeah. Remote? Sony remote. Yeah, okay. Not a universal is what I meant. No, yeah. Um, they, I pulled out a train set. Mighty Q-Dog would be happy to see that are here. What Can't size? See. What scale? Like, I haven't put it all together, but it's nice. Like, it's heavy. Like, it's made from metal. It's not a cheapy plastic one. Is there a brand? Maybe. I was trying to tease Q Dogs. His ears pricked up. I know. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. He's not going to listen to this. I he, well, I think he does because sometimes he talks about us on his uh, uh, Q Dog in the Q Dog house. Yeah. And then my ears. I don't, pierc- I don't believe anybody listens to us. <laughs> my ears perk up. Uh, hold on. I did look it up on eBay. 
It is the, it's a Mantua. Yeah, it's a Mantua. I don't know anything about that. No, maybe it's not. I lied. You're a liar. Don't lie to me. This is riveting uh, content. I know. I can edit this. I won't. Not if I keep talking. Fill some space here. La 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 la. Well, the only <laughs> thing I have left is some more questions for you. So okay. I can't really fill any space. Let me double check these notes. Yeah. That's all that's left. And then, of course, number reveal. We do have a, a very interesting tweet from Self Destructo, Jeff, that uh, he sold over four thousand dollars worth of stuff on eBay in the last month. Or last, crazy. sorry, ninety days, three months. That is crazy. Crazy. That uh, was in response to his previous one. Self Destructo, expect a call from us at some point if you're listening. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, I if I'm following him or not. I thought I was. Yeah, I don't I don't see a brand name on it. But if I told you what kind of train it was, it would kind of give away what it is. So. Um, anyways, nice train set. It's I think it's only missing one or two train cars because it's part of a set. Um, but it's got like a really nice like speed controller on it. Like you got okay. a big dial on it, that kind of thing. It's cool. I'm gonna make a video for Mighty Q Dog. He did say he wanted to see it, so at some point that'll come up. Mm. I don't know if it'll come up before this podcast, probably not. So Um Anyways, but the best thing I found in there, I saw this leather case, like a brown leather case with a little bit of like with a gold uh I would say embroidery because I don't know what it's I don't know embossed is that what's is that the word embossed yeah like indented right yeah a little bit um just kind of printed on top and every time i've seen one of those things it's either been a a cutlery set or b a poker set every time so i that's initially i I picked it up it was kind of heavy so i'm like oh it's probably cutlery but then i shook it and it didn't move at all like i didn't hear any clanking or anything so I'm like, oh, it might be like just a really high quality poker set. Anyways, put it aside just to check out because later. Um, did my dig around, found some stuff I got excited for. Finally get back to putting stuff in the truck that I'm going to keep. I took that case and I looked at it and I opened it and it's full of coins. Now coins can go either way. They can either be worth what's minted on them or they can be worth less. Or they could be worth a heck of a lot more. <laughs> it's like all I guess, over the game, all, all over board, the place. Yeah. But it was a case full of five and ten dollar coins. So in, if I just took them for what they were, I don't know if they were circulated or not. So I don't know if they would actually hold the value that's that's put on them. But the value of the coins of themselves was I think around $250 for all of the coins. Um, and then I did a quick search on eBay just to see if it was worth anything. And I was astounded to find that it's actually the last set that was sold complete in box. Like the one that I had 
sold for fourteen hundred dollars. You suck. Which is insane. <laughs> now don't worry, it hasn't sold yet, so it doesn't factor into our <laughs> our discussion for our profit thing. But you can bet everything that it is up on eBay right now and it's got I just found it. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. It's uh I already got a bunch of watchers on it, so um if you're interested in what it is, it is the well you've got the listing. What is it? Nineteen seventy six? Nineteen seventy six Silver Canadian Montreal Olympic Games twenty eight coin set in original box. One viewed per hour. Is that my listing? One viewed per hour? Yep. Oh wow. Yep. I'm getting all I'm getting a lot of heat. I should I've start got... refreshing. Just refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> <laughs> so I currently have six watchers of it. Uh, and I have it listed. so close to me. I could I could get it ordered and shipped same I day. I would right? hand deliver to that to you the next day if you <laughs> bought it. Because I would save myself so much shipping and insurance. Best offer, five cents. Uh, no best offer enabled on that one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not having a I'm not having I a Spider Man DVD player. <laughs> I offer you two dollars. So hey, it's still profit. That is by far the best thing I found in the garbage. If it sells. If it sells. <laughs> if it sells. I mean it's it in terms of money, it's the best thing I've ever found because obviously it's worth that much. I just have to Didn't you find um uh Earthbound in the garbage too? I did. I did find it. I mean, it's not that expensive yet, but <clears throat> I mean uh, I it's not just a it's not fourteen hundred dollars expensive. <clears throat> yeah. Earthbound is yes, I did find Earthbound in the garbage, but it was I think it's, it's four hundred now. I was right say, it's now. going for four or five hundred. Canadian. Now. Yeah. So. In box it's two grand. Yeah, I don't have Complete. a box. Yeah. Probably just the box itself is a grand. The Probably. box is the hardest, one of the hardest things to find. Yeah. So, <clears throat> don't you wish you bought one when you saw it in the stores? Yeah. Or ten of them, because <laughs> if you only had one, you'd keep it. I I go back and buy uh, Little Samson. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That would be stadium the, events. That'd be the go the go to. Yeah. Stadium, stadium, events. stadium events. I could use a free house or two. Yeah. <laughs> if only we had a time machine. I don't see self destructos ebay account i thought i had it saved but i don't see it okay if you find it let me know or self-destructo send me your ebay account please just so i'm just curious what kind of things he's selling and yeah so that's that's my thousand dollar plus find that's the aptly named title of this episode the not yet named episode not yet named (laughs) I'm going to undersell it, though. I'm going to say the $1,000 find, but it's actually worth more. Yeah, well, you never know what you're actually going to get for sure. Yeah. Well, I hope. I hope so. That's, uh... It's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I don't know what to, how to follow that up. What's the best thing anyone has ever sold on eBay? Let me know on Twitter. I don't need like super specifics, but I'd like to. I'm just curious. Let me know what you're willing to share. And yeah, I'm curious what my most expensive thing is. 
if I can even find a easy way to sort that. Quadcopter. I did sell my one quadcopter. Did I seriously sell it for that much? 360 bucks. I paid 150 for it. Not and bad. I flew it for two years. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I think I added a battery or two onto it, but still. Other than that, it's all game systems here. PS3, PS, uh, PSVR. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh... should check my most profitable item as well. Just saw one. Pretty sure it was. I don't know. My most profitable item. Yeah, but that's something I modded. Yeah. Doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, it could count. How about Twilight Princess for GameCube? That I got the disc fixed and I paid 66 cents for it and I sold it for 40 bucks to a store. That's 5,960% profit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, not my only 9,000% profit either 9,000%? That's, sorry, 5,900% oh, 5, okay. Yeah, sorry yeah. Say The most Here's another one I Pikmin, Pikmin, original Pikmin for GameCube I bought at a garage sale for 50 cents And I sold it for 30 bucks That's back in 2015 The most I have percentage-wise. Now, this is only since I've been tracking for this challenge. <laughs> is 4,150% profit. And that's not including anything that's free because that's infinite profit. Infinite percentage profit. Yeah, that's not. That was something I spent $4 on. And then I sold it for 170 all right, well, since I don't think you're going to do this, I'm doing it again. Is your butt warm? Uh -oh. You're in the hot seat. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. More questions. I need to. I really need to get some questions for you next time. Nope. You can just never do it. I'm fine with that. It's going to happen. I discovered in asking my wife for ideas that she's actually really good at coming up with these. We should get her on the show to ask questions. Yeah, that would be funny. You just have a segment where she comes in. <laughs> she was asking if she could exercise in the background while I mean, we were doing she could. This. <laughs> it would cause lots of noise, but whatever. All right. Not just from her, but also from the video. Okay. Ugh, yawn. Question number one. Do you prefer to call or text? Ooh, text for sure. Text all day. All I right. I call for like if I have to for work, but I hate it. Not, okay. uh, it's that's not, fair. Not something I, I like to do. People call me a lot, though. Yeah, friends, you mean, or family too? Family, like my wife calls me every day when I'm at work because she can. And I'm not. My wife does not call me when I'm. At work. <laughs> I mean, I'm just driving around, so I'm not really doing a whole lot. I'm just driving. Yeah, that's true. So she just calls me. She's like, "Oh, what's going? This is what kids are doing. Where, what, what can I do today? Like that kind of stuff." 
Um, and then my dispatch calls me all the time. I mean, that's normal, but for them, that's probably the fastest way to, to get the message out. I guess. Yeah. And to make sure I, I've received it. Cause I can verbally confirm. That's true. That's true. But she also calls me just to chat. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a strange. I thought my boss called me that like, I think I said this in a tweet the other day. Or maybe I talked about last week or last episode. I don't remember. My boss called me. He saw me on the highway. He passed me. Or okay, I passed that him. that sounds vaguely familiar. And he just, like, called me, and then we ended up talking for, like, almost an hour. So. I do talk on the phone a lot, but I, I, I much prefer text. So. Okay. All right. Question two. How about you? How about you? How about you? Uh, I, I usually text, but there are times where a call is faster. Yeah. If you didn't answer right away. What was my wife asking me today? She just asked me something and I called her. Oh, she had a, a teacher was setting up an experiment but didn't really explain what they were doing or why. So my wife just sent me the a screenshot of the email from the teacher. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be easier to explain in a, in a call yeah. than a text <laughs> message. So Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Usually I text most times. That's usually I, how, I don't like talking on the phone. That's usually how we talk. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a phone number for you, do I? I don't think I. Do. I think we've texted. I think we've texted. Okay, well, I, I don't remember. I probably do. I I do have a habit of saving everybody's phone numbers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna need it if I'm gonna have to call you. There for... was a cartridge club member that I needed to send a package to in the states today, and I couldn't find their phone number, so I literally Googled their name and found their phone number on one of those like, one of those websites that's about people. Oh. Oh. Like, hey, I know that name. We have that on record as the this person at this address. I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'll try calling it. Yep, that's the right voicemail. <laughs> Man, uh, anytime I have to send a package, like over like for the U.S. Or yeah, something, I forgot the phone number was required. I just put zero one two three four five six seven nine. Well, they've changed it now for Canada Post. Uh, have they? You cannot ship to the states without doing an online customs form which generates a code that the person at Canada Post will scan okay. if you're not doing prepaid yeah. online stuff. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I just mean my, my eBay or PayPal stuff. I try and use a real phone number whenever possible because I don't want that package sent back to me and then me billed for the return shipping. I've, yeah, I haven't had an issue yet. So. I mean, yeah. I haven't even signed most of my packages but overseas. But most and... times with an, eBay, with an eBay sale, you're going to have the person's phone number. Although that a lot may of change don't. now with PayPal. A lot of PayPal them. used to have it. I yeah. don't know if it does anymore with managed payments. Yeah. I'd have to check my I'd have to check my stuff. I'm pretty sure it did though, because I had this person's email uh, phone number. This other person that did the return, I mean. Yeah. I had their phone number from managed payments, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Okay. Right, question done. two. Blue or black pen? Blue. Blue's my favorite color, if you didn't know. So blue all day. Blue Jays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm mostly impartial with pen colors, but black looks like ink, so I kind of prefer it that way a little okay. bit. Okay. I use a black a black ink at work, just because that's the pen I have. But hmm. I do like the look of blue. And that's better. funny. We usually have blue pens at work. All right. What is something you hated as a kid, but now you love? Hmm, hate as a kid, but now I, I mean, love is a strong word. It's, it's the <laughs> word we picked. <laughs> it's 
the word you picked. <laughs> it might be the wife of word my wife picked, Maybe. or it could be the what I got something I got from Google. I can't remember. <laughs> something I hated as a child, but love now. Hmm. You can do like I don't care. I don't really know. I can tell you as a kid, I used to like mowing the lawn, and now I hate it. Oh, I guess, yeah. That would be... That's opposite. But Yeah. I mean, I used to love washing the car when I was a kid because I could spray, but now I'm just... I hate washing the car. But what's the opposite the of opposite, that? Yeah. What's something you hate it then and like now? Beer? Like... Oh, something... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, beer. Because it was illegal for me to drink <laughs> Has that never stopped my siblings from putting it in a pop can and feeding it to me? I guess, but still, that's a bit of a cop-out answer. It's got to be some kind of food, my guess. Probably like cabbage rolls or something like that. Like, I could not eat cabbage rolls when I was a kid. How about kids? Did you used to hate kids when you were a kid? And now you love them? No. No, it's the opposite (laughs) now. I used to love kids, and now I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. I like it. Cabbage rolls. I'll say cabbage rolls. Something that I just kind of grow into, I guess. I can't think of anything that that I used to hate and now I like. No. My food tastes haven't changed since I was a kid, so it doesn't really matter. That explains Uh, a lot. Right? (laughs) All right, we're moving on to the next one. Since you answered the last one related to this so well, I liked it. It was an interesting answer and so detailed and graphic. This time it's, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, that's a bad question to ask me. You know because I lived, lived in abroad? Africa, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to hear about? The time I ate uh, rats, I ate bats, I ate snake, I ate lizards, I've eaten pigeons, I've eaten dogs, I've eaten... I don't know, take your pick. <laughs> what, what, what do you want to hear about? Which one's the weirdest? Um, or even the weirdest texture or taste probably the one i didn't like would be like the field rat and when i talk about a field rat, i'm thinking like think about the size of like a gopher but like a rat tail that's about and that did not taste good i did not like that one but the rest of them were were pretty good like we used to hunt fruit bats back in the day we'd go to the mango trees and with our slingshots and get them out of the tree. Nowadays, we know that those kind of things lead to like, you know, Ebola and uh, COVID potentially. So we don't <laughs> probably a bad thing to have eaten back in that day. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Snake is surprisingly good. It's tastes like chicken, but the texture of fish. Oh, weird. Yeah, but good if prepared properly. Texture of fish is one of the worst parts of fish, I think. Oh, really? Okay, well, I guess it depends. I don't like how it falls apart. Yeah, it depends on the fish. Depends on the fish, yeah. yeah. Um, Thinking like haddock and cod and yeah. you know, haddock and whatever the normal breaded fish are. Yeah, haddock and cod, basically. Yeah. Um, what else did I say? Um, lizards? I've eaten, lizards I've are eaten really good. Bear, bear sausage. Oh, it's very very fatty. Yeah, I've had yeah. I've had a bear roast. Um, I've not had a bear roast. My I went on a bike trip. Here we go back to traveling on stuff. Went on a bike trip up north 
uh, to my friend who lives in Blind River, which is up near Sault Ste. Marie. Um, and he had shot a bear, I think, two or three days before we got there mm-hmm. uh, with an, like bow and arrow. So, he had... so we went. It takes some guts when to we... shoot a bear with a bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, well, he was up in a tree and shot down at it, so it couldn't quite get Still, to it. Still, yeah. bears are really good at climbing trees. Especially when they're angry. Yeah. Yeah. So. If I you don't, shoot them, they're going to be angry. I don't think the bear knew where he was, and so he didn't really. He just got hit. and So, anyways, yeah, I had bear roast. It was good. How many arrows did it take? I, he said he got him first shot, but it obviously takes a while. It's a big animal to go but, down, right? Is so. that a head shot? No, you have to hit heart heart and lungs. Yeah, I was going to say, because the head's protected by a skull, and you're not going to get through with yeah. an arrow, I don't think. No. Heart and lungs is Interesting. What, what you're heading for. Um, yeah, lizard. Lizard is good enjoyed that um dog doesn't really taste like much so i'm I'm gonna get in trouble for saying i've eaten dog i know someone's gonna get mad at me but i I wouldn't want to eat dog i don't hold a grudge against you for eating a dog (laughs) well i I mean i wouldn't want to eat it because i have had i've had friendships with too many dogs you know what i mean i had i had a dog as a pet when i ate the dog i didn't I didn't eat my pet, or I didn't know that. <laughs> it sounded bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like animals are considered to be different things over there, right? They're, it's not a. Uh, yeah. They're they're used as a tool. Like you have a dog as food or a guard, right? Like a guard yep. dog, that kind of thing. But they're not pets. You don't have pets over there, so things have to have a use. They don't have they don't have the luxury of pets. Especially in yeah. rural areas, right? So, now I didn't. To be fair, I didn't know I was eating dog when I ate it. It oh, was only after I was told it was dog. But then at that point, I was like, "Well, I've already eaten it, so I guess I have another yeah. piece. Doesn't really make a difference. I've already had it, so it's not. It's not something I want to go out of my way to eat. But yeah. Um. What else? Oh, I've eaten a lot of uh, termites. Termites are good. They're nice and crunchy Ugh. when you roast them up. Um, locusts. Locusts are really good when you roast them. <laughs> Am I grossing you out yet? Not gross me out, but I don't want to eat it. <laughs> we used to have uh, chocolate-covered termites. They were pretty good. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of such a thing. Yeah, they're pretty good. What else did Crickets I say? Crickets and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've eaten antelope. Which is like venison or deer, like same same idea. Okay. Uh, if you want to know the best meat I've ever eaten that you can't get here is warthog. That is the tastiest meat I've ever eaten in my life. Really? Yeah. Really good. Huh. Better right. than anything. Is that a good it's enough a answer for meat. you? There's a lot of meat. There's, answers. there's a lot of meat talk right there. <laughs> uh. So. Uh. Pretending there is no COVID. Okay. It's Friday night. Yeah. Would you rather stay in or go out? I think it would depend if I what friends are involved. Are oh, friends I think involved? That's supposed to be involved. It's supposed to be up to you. Okay. It's up to you. Well, see, my Friday nights were generally get a bunch of people over and play games or watch a movie every Friday. Yeah. So then in that case it was stay in because it was Yeah cheaper your friends all came to your place yeah yeah so i mean i would love for that but go out could be go to a friend's house as well that's true 
and we did we would switch it up sometimes if someone could volunteer but most people didn't no um, one ever did yeah <laughs> the our friday night hangouts started as thursday night hangouts because uh that was wing night at morty's pub you can get half price mm. wings i used to go there so we did that for a couple of months we'd go there every week but then we were all broke kids who couldn't afford to go there every week anymore <laughs> so it turned into pizza pizza thursday nights at josh's house and then we all grew up and started having jobs and wives and kids and couldn't stay up that late on week on work nights anymore so it turned to friday now, nights now i want morty's wings <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> they're delicious i had a, uh, two slices of campus pizza today Ooh, how was that it's pretty good yeah i did burn the roof of my mouth a little but that's because i was so hungry <laughs> on the way home from work nice wasn't that didn't that spoil your dinner derek that was dinner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cynthia and the kids were out. So. Ah, fair enough. Yep, that's your hot seat. That's your hot, hot seat, seat done. Ooh. That's all the questions cool I enough. have today. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna have some for next week. No, you're not. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come prepared next week. Next week, next month. Next Why week, start week. now? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Have you, uh, I know you said you watched that Life of, uh, not Life of, I was going to say Life of Brian, but I like See, my wife went to say that the other day. She's too like, want to watch Life of Brian? I'm like, I'd love to watch Monty Python movie. <laughs> he messed up in naming his show. Right? <laughs> Island of Brian? Is Island that what you mean? Something like that, yeah. But, uh. And what about it, sorry? Have you watched any movies? Something that you can't watch with the kids? Hmm. I barely watch any movies. I did watch something though, but I can't remember what it was. Um, what was it? Oh, I watched uh, Grimsby or The Brothers Grimsby. Hmm. You heard of that one? Is that the one with Matt Damon? S no. Okay. That's Brothers Grimm. Brothers Grimm. Okay. This one has Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen. Cohen, Cohen, yes, and Mark Strong. Oh yes, Mark Strong. Okay, I think I have seen that. Sounds familiar. It's if you've seen it, you'll remember the elephant scene. I don't know if I was fully paying attention when I was watching it. Okay, you may not have <laughs> even seen it if you don't remember the elephant. Maybe scene. not. Yeah. Okay. Pic picture the Ace Ventura. Um, I haven't seen Ace Ventura. Rhinoceros. Oh God. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> if you haven't seen both Ace Venturas, get out. I have allowed to be on your own I'll podcast. add it to my list, okay? I'll add it to my list of shame. Uh, not even the first Ace Ventura. I've seen parts, but not... See, it's nostalgic for me. I can't, I can't even tell whether it's good if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm watching know. it now, but like anyway, okay. Brothers Grimsby, I watched. It was pretty funny. It was pr pretty, pretty ob obscene at times, especially the elephant scene. Well, it's Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, what do you expect? A, a, a British friend at work, British guy on my team at work, show, told me about it and showed me the elephant scene first, 
And I'm like, do I even want to watch this movie? I'm like, well, if it's got that, it's got to have some other good stuff too. So, <laughs> oh, I also watched. Uh, this is way out of there, but Mystery Team, which oh, has, I love Mystery Team. I love seen it? Mystery okay. Team. Donald Glover. Yeah, his, his, his say, early days. Yeah. yeah, it has a lot of people that I'm like, wow, I recognize this girl and some other guy from it's it. Got Aaron from the office. Bunch of people. Yeah. Yes, her. That's what I was thinking of, and I saw her in some other indie movie before that was weird yeah uh, that actually started out as a youtube short series oh really yeah so if you want to see other stuff like they're only like five or ten minutes long just look up mr team on on youtube and you can see okay. all the shorts then they came out with a movie because that's where <clears throat> um donald glover got is it donald it is donald glover right yeah yep donald glover got <clears throat> Uh, discovered was through that series tina fey found him and okay. brought him on as a writer for 30 rock huh and then he got enough money and time off or whatever and and writing experience that he went was able to go back and write mystery team and make the movie oh okay so yeah but great and obviously went on to be do childish gambino as his <clears throat> music career and yeah i know nothing about that okay Charles Camino is he's he's very good I musician and obviously community. So Yeah, community. Anyways, continue. Um, Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. <clears throat> but yes, go watch. And also, speaking of community and uh Troy, mm-hmm. who is Donald Glover, Abed okay. is in the show Oh my god. Um Mystic Quest. Okay. Which is about a video game development company that basically does an MMO that's similar to like um world of warcraft okay but it's the yeah mythic quest Mythic. um and it's by a lot of the guys who did it's always sunny in philadelphia okay interesting so it's got uh that rob mick whatever you know mac from always sunny yeah he's basically the main character of this show okay basically and then it's also got abed from community Troy and Abed well. in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> it's also got Ashley Birch. Do you know Ashley Birch? Speaking of YouTube series. Mm, so Ashley Birch is a player. voice actress now, also a writer of video games. Okay. And I think some TV shows. But she also had her own YouTube channel with her brother called Hey Ash, What You Playing? That, I have and they would that. do little skits about stuff, about video games. Like the Team Fortress one is great. It's the one that always comes to mind when I think of them. But check out Hey Ash, what you playing on YouTube? I I think most of their episodes were like they were bought by some company or something like that, and they taken off YouTube or something. Okay. But I think they put some of the original ones back on or something. Hmm. Okay, but it's great. Yes, um, I have heard of that one. And there was something else I was going to say. Oh, uh, Crocodile Dundee. I don't remember why. Who was talking about Crocodile Dundee? Oh, it was a friend of mine from uh, that I used to work with. He put a Instagram post about it and I went and watched the first Crocodile Dundee and Cynthia watched part of it with me and other than the stuff that's completely politically incorrect now it was a really funny movie yeah it's classic and I haven't I haven't watched the second and third yet but I do have them to watch <laughs> as you'll find on Plex if you look yes good old but I do Plex. I do mean to and want to watch them because I enjoyed that show that movie a lot and rewatching it I still enjoyed it a lot yeah the second and a lot of things I remembered so well like yeah. so clearly in my mind yeah that was one of the movies that was I think on repeat on a lot of people's t- movies back in the day mm-hmm. um 
I, I remember liking the first and the second one. I remember seeing the third one and not thinking so much of it, but that's what I'm expecting as well. Yeah, good series though. Speaking of politically incorrect things, now I think it's important to make a distinction of politically incorrect. I think you're still able to enjoy things that are politically incorrect if you take them as they are a product of their time. Yeah, that's but what I was thinking as well. Like, it's a product of the time. Don't, it, not to be dismissive, saying it's okay because it was back then. Realizing that it's wrong, but being able to take it as what it is and then move on with it, your life and not think. Yeah, and and some of it with him was just that he's not accustomed to, for example, a transgendered person. Yeah. He, he just has no idea that that even exists or that could be a thing because he comes from such a sheltered place and in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then what he does with that person or to that person is uh, a little a little inappropriate. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've watched uh, King, Solomon's, King Solomon's Mines uh, from 1985 starring Richard Chamberlain. And a very young Sharon Stone. Okay. Um, it is the also the epitome of politically incorrect all around. Like, it is super not politically correct. But huh. I am, I do like the book. I've read the book several times. Again, the book is not politically correct. But if you read it as, like, a time, almost like a, period, a periodical timepiece, then, and can move past the the casual racism that's in it gotcha. and just enjoy it for the story that it is. Um, it's a, it's a good story. Um, so I remember watching this movie while I lived in Africa. I watched this version of the movie and thinking that it was utter garbage. Uh, my opinion is not super different now, but I understand more about movies and film nowadays than when I was a very young teenager. It's not even that old. 2004? No, not that one. 1985. Oh, sorry. You did say 1985. You're right. The new one, 2004, has Patrick Swayze in it. That one's on I was going to say. That one's next on my list to watch because I have never seen that one. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see the differences. But, like, the one with uh, Richard Chamberlain is, like, think of the best parts of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Take those so it out looks of the, very much like Indiana Jones. It is. It is all the best parts of Indiana Jones are, are probably all based on other movies that did similar things. This is an Indiana Jones movie. That's not as good as Indiana Jones, right? Like everything's okay. in there. The not like the German, the Nazis are in it. They're running around looking for a, 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 a cave full of treasure Oh, the mind's full of treasure, obviously. They're dealing with spiritual things, but like after around every turn, someone's trying to kill them, basically. So it's just like ac- yeah. action set piece after action set piece. I know it's fun in a campy way if you can if you can watch it for the campiness of it. Um, that's the only thing that's changed is I appreciate I not appreciate, but I I can I I know that it's being campy. I know that it's being dumb and stupid, and I can I take it for that and I enjoy it for what it is. Um, if you can see it as that, then it's good. Um, speaking of, I might check it out. It's yeah. <laughs> don't don't have don't set your hopes too high. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I I watched uh, what was that movie I watched that Bill was talking about that was so bad with the blind guy. Oh man, 
Blind Fury, maybe? I think that's what it was. Yeah, Blind Fury. I watched that. Oh, uh, with Richard Hauer, that one? Richard Hauer, uh, yeah. Sounds right. Now, don't don't make Bill mad, because he likes that movie. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, I enjoyed it, but in a bad movie way. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it, then. If you can enjoy it for being bad, then that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, I watched one more movie I want to talk I watch other movies, too, but the one movie that I really want to talk about is probably the greatest 80s action movie you've never seen, and it's called The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. I've heard of it. <laughs> it stars a bunch of people that you probably know. It's got Peter Weller as the main actor. He's the main lead. Uh, known for being in RoboCop, of course. And a bunch of... It's got uh, John Lithgow in it as the bad guy. He plays a great bad guy. Crazy, almost like a Russian psychopath, okay. basically. It is absolutely bonkers. Like, absolutely bonkers. Also, have Jeff Goldblum in the most fantastic cowboy outfit you've ever seen. Okay, <clears throat> and I want to preface another 80s movie. Another 80s. I've been I've been going to 80s movies lately. If you want, if you're gonna watch this movie, I want to preface this because it is strange. It is out there, and you're not supposed to understand it. And that's the whole point of the movie. Okay, it takes place. It's it, it, it's derived from a like a comic book series, but this movie takes place it starts and expects you to know everything about the character it's a live action anime so think about how crazy anime is and it's just like the main characters can do anything you say john lithgow yes jeff goldblum in a movie i'm watching it you have to care what anything else i don't care you have now i see christopher lloyd is also in it yes (laughs) i think christopher lloyd plays a character called big bootay (laughs) Good, good. And John Lithgow keeps calling him Big Booty. <laughs> and he I mean, keeps those getting... those three guys in a movie together. Have they been in another movie together at all? Never. Uh, it's oh even Jeff Goldblum and John Lithgow in a movie together. It's so out there. Okay, I'm gonna give a preface for this, or uh, I guess I keep saying preface, but I don't know if it's actually a preface. Okay, the movie starts. With Peter Weller, the main character, Buckaroo Banzai, who is obviously, it's a Japanese name, not a Japanese character. So ignore the whitewashing that happens in most of this movie. He, the movie starts and they're doing like scientific tests. They're like starting up a, like a, 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 what do I call it? A time machine almost. It looks like a time machine. Then it cuts to Peter Weller doing like brain surgery or heart surgery. So he does, he's a doctor. So let me put this in context. Buckaroo Banzai is the greatest character that ever lived. He can do anything. He does everything. So he's a brain surgeon. Then as soon as he's finished the brain surgery, he goes into this time travel matter material thing. It's a car with a big rocket on it. He drives through a cliff and through another dimension, discovers the eighth dimension, then comes out. And he's got a group of people who aren't introduced. You're just supposed to know they're part of his troop. This is, these are all characters. It, it's basically, 
it's supposed to be the middle of like a series a series of movies or shows and it's just okay. supposed to be like as if you've turned on the tv and you're just catching this is the movie that's on and you're just trying to catch up as you go it does it on purpose it doesn't explain who Buckaroo Banzai is he's Buckaroo Banzai you just have to accept it <clears throat> he goes from doing this eighth dimension world travel to a club where he and his troop of scientist action hero friends are the main rock star stage band for the club where they stop a woman from committing suicide. <laughs> it's all just adds up. It's, it's <laughs> bonkers. It's so funny. And I just sat there with my eyes wide open. Like what is going on the whole time? It's hilarious. Please. Derek, please watch it. I want to hear what you think of it. It also has the greatest character um, credit sequence that I've seen in a movie. No explanation of it. Um, it's basically Buckaroo Banzai and his troop of characters walking down the LA River to like music. It's like, like a music video and they're just walking and there's a bunch of characters and they're all like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, like they know each other. There are characters that you see there that you have not seen the entire movie, but they're there and you're just supposed to know, Oh, that's a character that would show up in another. It's almost like the credits of at the end of a show where they just have all the characters. Okay. Yeah. So yes, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. And I love it. It's my new, one of my new favorite eighties movies. Oh, so good. <laughs> Just because of how nonsensical it is. If you can get past the nonsense and just shut your brain off and just kind of enjoy it for what it is, the effects... It's also... I think it was an expensive movie, too, to put together. The effects, the costumes, the set design. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. That is... Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Please go and watch it. <laughs> I will. That's to everybody. If you're listening... Please go and watch it. If you need my Plex, talk to me. It's there. Right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Can't get enough people to play to use Plex. Pardon? <clears throat> Can't get enough people to use Plex. No. Everybody should be using Plex. Everyone should be. All right. All right. Are we? Are we? Are we down to the final? I think so. I'm gonna what? fall asleep yet. Well, it is pretty late here. <laughs> We're at two and a half hours, so we should probably People go for are... another two hours. I know, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> People are already clocking out. Someone's already looked at the times, like seen this is probably it's probably gonna be like a three hour podcast. People are like three hours, what the? <clears throat> but it's the finale. Yep. It's the finale. People got to hear it. Finale of this series, not of the whole podcast. Oh, the whole thing is done. <laughs> so I've heard. I heard you're quitting. <laughs> if I make only you do an you intro. Make, only if you make me do the intro, <laughs> then I'll quit. I'll be done. I could have oh, played games yeah. tonight. Could have. I mean, this is a game, <laughs> isn't it? Technically. Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> All right. Do we want, what, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do uh, some info first? Or do we want to go straight to numbers? Um, doesn't matter to me. I'm ready to just jump to numbers. 
jump you want to bow out that quickly eh? i yeah i always want to just jump to the facts <laughs> okay well, let's put it this way let's start with um how many sales how many sales have you done this month this month or maybe we should do a recap should we do a quick recap it doesn't hurt. Let's That's do kind of, I, was, I was kind of thinking we'd say that. Yeah, let's do a recap. What kind of recap do you want to do, though? Let's do I, got, f- I got all the stats. Let's do a full recap. I won't do num- okay. like how many items, but we can do like... I could do the first... So my first month, I did 18 sales. In the first month, I did nine. So at the end of the first month, I had... A total of four hundred and thirty-nine dollars and seventy-one cents, and I had four twenty-four ninety-one. So, that, I think that was a very good indication. Like I did twice the work and barely made more than you. Yes, that's how it started. The next one I did. I gotta do quick math here. Just highlight the row that tells you a total count. Anyway, does it? If you highlight rows that have text in them, like the names of the games, down at the bottom, it'll show you the total count. It just gives me a, a sum. It doesn't give me a... Because you're highlighting the num- the values, like the sale prices, not the names of the games. Uh, or even highlighting the dates would give you a total gotcha, count. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Second. Second month. I made 19 sales. 15 for me. And then my profits... Were five hundred and ninety nine dollars and seven cents. Two ninety one for me. So that puts me at a total for the two months at one thousand and thirty eight dollars and seventy eight cents. Seven sixteen twenty five for me. So already pulling ahead, but doesn't always stay that way. Month three, I made another nineteen sales. Ten no nine for me. And I made. Four hundred and forty-four dollars and three cents. Four fifty-seven fifty. So you beat me. And then the total up to that point was one thousand four hundred and eighty-two dollars and eighty-one cents. One thousand one hundred seventy-three. So you're catching up. I'm not, even, I'm not even putting cents. Okay, we don't have to do cents. The next month, which was last month, I made fifteen sales. So the lowest I'd done up to that point because you made me play Wind Waker. Weren't we doing six months? We were we, we were supposed to do six, but we did till June. We said June was going to be our last month. Like okay. the June show was going to be the last I was month. I going to say, this is only five months. Yeah, yeah. I know. We, did, we said six, but it just the way the podcasts work out, it's going to be five. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, did you say how many on your next month? Uh, Fifteen, which was the lowest amount of sales I did that month. 10 for me that month. Okay. And then my total for that month was $421.39. 3.11 for me. So now the total is at $1,904. $1,485. So only 500 off, basically. No, only. How much? Less than four hundred. Less, less, yeah, less than. So that's not bad. It's pretty close. 
to that point, maybe. All right. <clears throat> you go first this time. La this month, how many sales did you make? This is going to be anticlimactic, Josh. Is it? Okay. Put your bets in now, audience. Put your bets in. Two sales. Two? Two. That's what you, it. What have you been doing? Uh, not listing things on eBay <laughs> and working late. Uh, that's fair. That's it. Man, because I had so few sales last month, as soon as I finished Wind Waker and did the podcast, I was like, I got to throw everything into this because I know Derek's going to make a push. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I started listening like crazy. I made the most sales I've done, 28 sales. That's almost one a day. That's great for you. <laughs> <laughs> total sales altogether for me 1000 sorry this is profit $1,551.93 total profit so what was what were the two things you sold sorry you didn't you don't care I wanted to guitar, I, I want to guitar hero 5 oh total uh, $66.63 oh, okay profit and sorry it was a guitar hero Guitar Hero what? Guitar Hero 5 okay. and Rain World for PS4. Oh, you said Rain World. Good. And you? Me? I made. Are you ready for this? No. $416.81. Putting your total at. Oh, sorry. There's a one in front of that. $1,416.81. Oh so a grand total. Oh, God. The grand total, $3,321.01. Destroyed. Whew. I hope, you, I hope you like anchovy pizza. Free pizza for me. <laughs> Wow, Derek, I thought you'd push harder in the last month. No, I had no way to do that. I know. It was impossible. I know. I worked so much extra overtime, I took a day off in lieu time. We well, have a uh, clearly software version releasing. So I took last Friday off work to spend time with my family. <laughs> Because I hadn't spent time with them all week. Well, that's your first problem. You should have been listening. <laughs> to the point where my daughter said, I don't want you to go to work because I won't see you. It doesn't yeah. matter. You should make eBay sales a priority. No, I'm kidding. No. no. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. All right. Nope. Now you make me work feel bad. Work was way too busy. Now you make me feel bad. Good. <laughs> Still taking the pizza, though. <laughs> There it is. I hope I hope you like DiGiorno. <laughs> <laughs> I do like DiGiorno. So how about that? Perfect. Um, I made some good sales. I made... Um, last month, remember, I said if we record this the next day, I would have had another sale. Um, that was a N64 bundle. That was originally going to be 
an N64 with four controllers for like a hundred and I think I said I think I had it for 180 bucks. Okay. Um, when the guy showed up, he asked me if he. What did he ask? Oh, he wanted one with the expansion pack. He wanted an uh, N64 with an expansion pack. I said, I don't I don't have an N64 with an inspection pack loose. I have one in complete in box that I'm trying to sell. Mm-hmm. When he said, okay, well, how much is that one? And I think I had that one at $300 for a complete in box yeah. one. He's like, oh, but I also need more controllers because I want to play four player. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you want to play yeah. four player Perfect Dark or something like that. So you need the expansion pack. You need four controllers. Yeah. So I basically broke up my other bundle. The guy came yeah. expecting to pay you know, 180 and next thing you know, he's buying my complete in box N64 with extra controllers for $340. Just cash. Here you go. Just no problem. Yep. Didn't even argue. Here's your money. <laughs> so that was, yeah, I love the upsell. I love the upsells. <laughs> it wasn't even you in t- initiating the upsell either. No, he wanted, he, he initiated himself. Yeah. I was, <clears throat> I mean, that's that's the best kind of buyer that I love. Um, and then the next day, I think I sold uh, my final Xbox One contro- uh, Xbox One console. Um, I had to put money into that one because I had to buy a power cord for it. Yeah. But I still walked away with $140 profit on that. Um, and then the best item that I sold... I sold a bunch of random stuff too. I sold uh, Pokemon cases. That was your tip from last week or last episode. Yeah. So I sold. I have two of those I haven't listed. <laughs> uh, I sold a Heart Gold case for $55 um, on Facebook. I mailed it to the guy. And then I sold um, Pokemon Platinum case only for 30 bucks. Uh, not even a manual, Just that was just a case with artwork. For thirty bucks, so. yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, the best item I sold was a PlayStation Vita TV. Mm. Now I bought that several years ago when Best Buy was clearing them out for fifty bucks. Okay, yeah. and I bought two of them. I had one already for myself, and I. My initial plan was to buy one for 50 and then hold out and sell it for 100 later and just kind of double up. Um, I sold one, I think, for 90 and then the other one I just never got around to listing, and I just had it in yeah. my collection. Um, I should have kept the other one as well, but I listed that one for, I think, $475, and it sold. So after... My after like eBay fees and PayPal fees and my costs, my profit on that was three hundred and fifty-five dollars. So that was the <laughs> most I'd ever sold on eBay. Ever, I think that's the most expensive item I've ever sold. So I took extra precaution on that, packed it up nicely, put extra insurance on it. So those PSTVs are selling for pretty good money, aren't they? Yeah, and this one was brand new; like, I never opened it. Yeah, I know. I realize that, but even the ones that are open, showing selling for two hundred, like someone's asking two sixty six, and eBay says trending at three twenty seven. Yeah, or th- yeah, three twenty seven. 
I've got one sitting over here that I've never used. There you go. It's just hooked up to my TV. Just because? Not being used. It is, it is I mean, a collector's item for sure because it's very niche. I'm never going to use it. So, And this was, by the way, the bundle I sold was the Lego bundle. So it had a DualShock 3 controller in it and a game yep, voucher okay. code for Lego, the movie, the video game. Not that the voucher code's Not that it's anymore, good anymore. Anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was very happy when that sold. I started that one at, I think I started it at 500 and was slowly working it down. Okay. I remember it being at 500. Yeah. So it, it, it finally sold. I was mm. very surprised when I look at my phone. I just got to work because I was selling something else. Um, that DVD player. I sold that Spider-Man DVD player. I had it in my car when I got to work and then I pulled up to work and parked and looked at my phone and it just said it had sold my Vita TV for 400 and some dollars. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, I guess so. So, yeah. It was, uh... That's funny. It's good. And then I I made a final sale tonight. I sold Wii Sports for 20 bucks. Well, like I said, I sold the game and then the guy retracted his money. So, <laughs> I retracted count the it. sale. Cancel count it. it anyway. I actually have another. I, s- I did not count it because I'm not dirty. <laughs> I do have a. <laughs> I also have a a sale that is going to be a potential return that I didn't include. I have a, a PS3 keytar for Rock Band Three. Okay. Yeah. The keyboard. Um, in yeah. that bin where I found the coins laying on top and this was my giveaway to watch look in the bin was the receiver for that controller which is okay. not a common receiver but in yeah. that bin last year i found a bunch of guitar hero controller receivers for ps3 and i made a good couple hundred bucks off those so not surprised it was there um i don't have rock band 3 to test that controller but everything turned on properly and looked like it worked yeah <clears throat> so I listed it as mm. kind of like as is and I said in the description like I don't have the game to test all the lights come on like I don't know what more you can do they're selling for like 70 to 80 on eBay I listed it for 50 locally um, some guy came to get it he he came from a, a, a bit of a drive to get it um, paid cash in the mailbox type thing and then <clears throat> I think within the next couple of hours, he messaged me saying, hey, this won't connect to my PS3. So I was like, okay, like, no worries. Like, I can give you your money back. Like, I, I anytime I sell something locally, I always say, like, you have 24 hours. If something goes wrong, past that, you're on your own. Yeah. So he, uh, he got to me within 24 hours and he said, no, no worries. And he, I, at first he asked if you had any any idea how to get it to work. And I said, you could try this or this. It wasn't working. And I was like, okay, well, you can come get your money back. Like, I'm not trying to scam anybody. But he was just mm-hmm. like, man, it took me forever to get there. Like, I don't want to come back. I'm like, well, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome to come get your money. And he's <clears> like, okay, I'll come back tomorrow. But in the morning he was just like, yeah, I'm not coming today. Weird pretty weird that it didn't work though yeah i don't know so didn't even light up is what i wonder and everything yeah. lit up when i pu- plugged it in here so yeah I mean, when he plugged it in did it also light up he says the light keeps blinking and it won't connect so 
Okay. I, I did the whole, like, make sure you're pressing all the sync buttons properly. And then you don't know where he got the actual key I don't know if he was used. So no, he, he had the, the I was Xbox selling the board. One, no? I was using, I sold him the keyboard as well. It was the controller oh, okay. and the receiver. Okay. So, yeah, it all should have worked. Batteries. <laughs> the batteries were good. So, yeah, who knows? And you know what? I think I may have pulled that key tar out of that same bin last year. Hmm. It's been sitting in my car for like a year. So, unless maybe the cold had something to do with wrecking it, but. Seems unlikely, but you never know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's my story. So I didn't include that $50 in my, because technically he's going to come back for it, but yeah, he hasn't yet. But maybe he won't. If I don't know. Personally, if, like, if it's going to take that long to come get it, like, cut your losses. You lost 50 bucks. Yeah. I'd be like, well... He was honest about it, like. <laughs> yeah, just whether it's worth it for him to drive back. Yeah. At that point, try to just scam someone else with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you scammed him? No. <laughs> no. Josh just admitted to scamming. You heard it here. No, I'm saying he should scam somebody with it. He somebody should. else. Yeah. He should scam another somebody. person. Yeah. yeah. An additional <laughs> person. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's our uh, that's our profit challenge. Hope it was fun for everybody. It was fun for me. Kind of stressful at times. I but sold a bunch of stuff. It's good. I think it was worth it. I could, I could sell more. Yeah. But. I think we're going to take a break from the profit challenge for now. Um, so with that being said, we need you guys' help. If you're listening, we're going to. We're going to take a month off and we're going to leave it in your hands to come up with ideas for us because we're lazy. <laughs> we need we need something else. We need we're, a, just, we're just smart. Crowdsourcing is a good way yeah, to get lots brains, of opinions. Yeah, spitballing, you know, get the ball yeah, rolling, yeah. that kind of thing. Give us some ideas. We may even take some ideas and kind of modify or change them. Uh, but let us know. Hit us up in the either on Twitter or on DMs or somewhere on YouTube comments, wherever. We'll find it. Um, let us know a, a challenge we could do. Or... You can just write it on a piece of paper, put it in your pocket, and we'll know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just let us know what we can do. Challenge or game or bet or something. Let us know. We're, we're, we're open to suggestions. And uh, we'll come up with something different for next episode, I think. Like, aside from a, a, a bet or a game or something like that, we'll do something different next episode. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So. Maybe. Maybe. No promises. <laughs> we've learned. We haven't learned. But we've learned <laughs> from other, other places not to make promises. So. We've learned from other people making mistakes, right? <laughs> yes. If other people make promises, they've learned, and we've learned from their mistakes. We don't only steal ideas, we also steal mistakes. Lessons learned? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. 
All right. Does that do it for an episode? Uh, I'm not sure if we've gone long enough. Well, we could hold out <laughs> for another nine, eight minutes and make it three hours. It wouldn't be quite. Oh, you're going to edit, though. Apparently. I don't think I have to edit much, to be honest. We had a pretty good oh. flow. Good. It, this is this is the best way to do it. If we edit on the fly, I've only got three swears to take out. So, yeah, you should stop swearing so much. I, I'll get there one day. Let's <laughs> wait till your wife gets on here. We'll have to <laughs> edit like crazy. Yeah, she can swear like a sailor <laughs> if she if she's at work, her <laughs> old work. Um. All right. So you can follow us at Not So Special Pod uh on twitter is that what we are not so special pod uh yes podcast nope no? not so special yeah. pod at not so special pod i got it right okay um well, not so special podcasts on youtube and you can follow me at creepfleet that's creep1337 on twitter on youtube on twitch anywhere like that that would be good um Actually, you know what? June is my birthday month. I'm not going to publicize it too much, but June is my birthday month. I have a, I have a favor, favor, bleh, favor, favor to ask of the listeners for my birthday. Instead of saying happy birthday to me, find something that I've made and share it. That's my birthday present. I appreciate I th- it. Thought you were gonna say find something in my eBay store and buy it off. I mean, you could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I I hit 250 subs on YouTube, and it's a big man. Uh, let's say minefield, but it's a minefield too. Landmark, and uh, I'd like to push it even further. So, thank you for 250 subs if you're listening, and it's all me. All of those are me. Yeah, that's true. All your all your burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> just like that guy he's creating a new email account every time yeah all right derek where can we find you uh, i don't know i'm on uh twitter d-e-g-e-1-3 i'm on i don't remember youtube d-e-g-e-1-3 i have an instagram but it's something different uh it is DJ Chu thirty one. Um, I'm on Twitch. I think Twitch is D E G E one three or is it DJ Chu? I don't remember. I think you're D E G C one three. Probably. Usually, most places. Most places. No, nope, DJ Chu. DJ Chu. On Twitch. Oh, so you are yes. I don't really do much on Twitch anymore. Anyway, I was playing games on Twitch, but now I'm playing Valheim. And all my friends are like, don't stream us playing. I don't want to be on the internet. Blah, blah, blah. Man, what a... What a downer, right? Yeah, what a downer. Get those kids to... Smarten up. Those kids. <laughs> <laughs> playing games. Kids. I should do some more VR streaming, but yeah. I haven't. It's just... I do have a game that I should actually definitely stream because I got a review code for it for in vr but that also means i need to tidy up the room or (laughs) make room to do it because it involves punching things too much work Um, eventually it'll happen 
I, I bought all this fancy streaming equipment and I haven't been streaming on Twitch. But I do plan to go back to it someday. Yeah. I have a streaming computer sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> all these things we could do. We'll get there. All right. That's it for this my, episode. Sorry, go ahead. My son has started using the streaming computer to play Roblox with me. Ah, there you go. That works. So that's that's a use for it. At least it's getting used. And, yeah. All right, that's this episode of Not So Special Not So Special Podcast, episode six. It's getting late. Thank you for listening. It's beyond late. It's, it is. It's not as late as we sometimes go. Well, that's because we usually, after we stop recording, we start talking for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> also true. That's the uh, that's the OnlyFans exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll see you all next month for something special, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see you guys then. <laughs>